Coming soon to a theater near you. Yo, yo, yo. It is episode 19 of the Real Ones podcast with myself, Mr. Marin, and my main man, RB3. What's going on, my brother? Oh, what's going on? Not much, man. Not much. It's been a good week. Oh, yeah. That same here. Same here. We had the yeah. Black History Month brunch. That we, we had. Did, that was yeah. That was dope out in Calabasas. You yeah. know, it was my first time. Well, it, you know, now that I thought about it, I went home. It's not my first time in Calabasas, but... You know, it was an interesting experience. A lot of Trump shit going on. <laughs> there was a lot of Trump. The Confederate flag. Somebody had the the, the little Dukes ha- Dukes of Hazard like yeah. car. It was like the the orange charger. That was weird. That was weird. It kind of made me feel. I don't know, cause yeah, I don't know. That kind of made me feel weird. But it was cool. Yeah, every year me and my homies, you know, what I mean, we just do that little brunch to just celebrate each other's black men. You know, um, you know, and and as black people, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. It was not just metal exclusive. It was just mostly the guys that show up though. Yeah, so yeah. But it's a good time though, man. We always try to uplift each other a little bit you know Absolutely. i feel like black people we got to gather a little bit more yes, you know what I mean? yes. Have brothers it. brothers get together man i know everybody's schedules be kind of crazy but it's just like yo find a day link with your bros you know if you want to bring the ladies out you might want to really link with your bros brothers we need to stick together we need to talk to each other more often you know, Big facts. You know so that was that was a good little thing to do you know i got to step out you know meet some new people you know I, you know la is still weird to me so yo they like, were they were cracking up at your vodka story man like, oh, 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 oh. Like, we gotta tell that one day on the pod it ain't gotta be the day but... it, it might be another pod we have right. to tell that it ain't, it's, <laughs> damn sure ain't no film pod <laughs> but nah nah man you know it, it was it was good to really get out and, and chill with some folks you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um yo episode 19 we and we actually have a live audience today shout out to the live audience you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. shout out to the live audience you hear them you hear them clapping yeah <laughs> shout out to our live audience member aloe shout out to alice this is alice first time yo. on the pod aloe what up what up what's good i'm out here in compton there's like it's not my first time in compton but kind of let's call it my first time because i'm actually at Somebody crib and it's like, oh, it's really nice here. Like, hey, thank you. I, I roll past Rosecrans. I was like, oh shit, I only hear about this type of stuff on hip hop song. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be here, just witnessing this greatness. You passed by that uh, uh that Ludus, uh, Ludus, you know, next to that church's chicken. That's uh, that's that Kendrick Lamar. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right around the, that's right around the corner from wow. here. Yeah, yeah. See, Ludus I'm, Park, Church's Chicken, Rosecrans. Like, that's all right there. I'm taking a picture of that shit when we leaving, and then go. I'm gonna yeah. put the bar and just I'm still that much of a fan and like you know that hey. much impressionable about Compton so it's pretty cool to be here doing this and like seeing y'all get get to work yes, thank you yes. man thank you man thanks for coming through man yes 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 so now you know we do what we do you know we, we talk about the movies anything you've been seeing lately anything y'all seen lately uh, I mean, I've, I've been seeing I've been seeing, you know I me mean, I just be watching watching this, a bunch of stuff yeah uh, first of all uh Shout out Nat Geo, MLK, and X. I shouted out last episode, mm-hmm. but by the time this comes out, the season finale will have aired on Disney Plus. So make sure y'all go ahead and watch it. Okay. I actually saw it early and then re- went back on Disney Plus and actually rewatched it again because I enjoyed it that it's, much. It's that good. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. It gives you the real. I, I just, you know, stories. for me, just seeing Malcolm X not being played by Denzel always throws me off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's Joe Morton, Mario Van Peebles, and Ali, it's just like mm-hmm. I, I oh, never. Even um, Kingsley Benadire and uh, oh yeah, One Night, One Night Miami, Miami which mm-hmm. we'll be talking about Kingsley soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, nah, but it's really, really good show, y'all. And I, I got interviews with Gina Prince Blackwell, who we'll be talking about, mm-hmm. you know, today's episode of mm-hmm. Basketball. Mm-hmm. Got interviews of her coming out related to to the show, so. Great stuff overall. Also on Disney Plus, Jessica Jones season. I've been Jessica Jones season too, but Jessica Jones overall, like I've been I told you I was doing Daredevil last yeah, week. Yeah, now yeah. I'm finishing up Jessica Jones. Next week's gonna be 
Luke Cage, hopefully. Shout out, shout out to my boy, Brother so, Dante, out in the Bronx. Brother Dante, that's my man, 50 Grand. He's actually in Jessica Jones. He's in the episode. Really? I want to say, I don't know how many black people's on that show. But yeah. It's a younger black dude. Yeah. And I want to say he had like a fade around that time. So I don't know. What, oh. <laughs> I, I feel like it was an episode, it was like in a flower house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. I know exactly. That's, my, man, that's yeah. my man's Dante. Shout she, out to He was with Luke Cage. She was like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones is like, he must have been saving. He must have been the kid they were trying to save or whatever. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So shout out to my son Dante. He's in the episode. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Uh, uh, Allo, anything you've been watching lately? Well, <clears throat> not much, but yeah. So, you know, Raising Canaan season finale re- recently happened, and it's a really good show. So I know. A, you into the whole power verse. Y- you into all that bullshit. I actually wasn't. Like, you know, when power was coming out, I was doing the most. I was all over the place. Too much going when power was coming out. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm here in LA, you know, I got a little downtime and things like that. And Raising Canaan premiered when I first moved out here. So I'm like, all right, let me just give it a watch. And and I watched it simply because it was a prequel. So I was like, all right, I don't have to watch OG Power to like get into this. So I got into it and was like, yo, it's really fucking good. Like mm. this last season too, cliffhanger. I'm not even gonna spoil it or nothing, but crazy cliffhanger and shit. But I mean, it has been like three weeks since this shit happened. Like y'all should have watched it by now. Twitter probably ruined it. But anyway though, they did a callback. It's a really good show. It's so good of a show. It makes you want to, that's what made me actually watch the OG Power because of how like raising Canaan was, so I've been enjoying myself watching that. Um, I just watched one episode of Curb. I didn't even. It's on like its third episode now. Yeah, Curb. This this season, I found my I didn't laugh as much the last two episodes. I caught up with like Curb is it's funny, but it's yeah. just like it's like because the thing is with Curb, everything is a slow burn. It's like yeah. there's something that happens. It's like yo, it's building to a big something later on down yes, the line. Yes. So it's like I'm on pins and needles waiting for it the, because there's something that happened in this episode with a jacket. And I'm like, where are they going with this shit? <laughs> it's funny too because I didn't. I only seen one and a half episode. Okay. I, was, I was meaning to finish the second episode and like just finish it out. But what I've realized with this season of Curb basically was like, you know, like. Every episode is a circle just as, that yeah. just comes back around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it revolves in a bigger circle for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's not clear what the circle is yet. And on the one episode I watched so far, I didn't really see much of a circle. It was funny with the girl with the nickname, when she called him Lar. Like, yeah. that was something small I picked yeah, up on. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the first episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she called him Lar, and but didn't want him to call her thing. Uh, um, Some shit. A, her nickname, yeah, whatever nickname. So, it was, it was. but she called him a nickname without basically asking. So you, that you shit watch, was funny. Do you funny. watch Curb, Barbie? I used to, I watched some of it. Like okay. I watched. Like, I caught on to Curb during during the lockdown. The lockdown, yeah. I had shit else to do, so I was like, let me see what this Curb is about. And I'm so tight because it was always a show that I was like. Whenever something I was watching came mm-hmm. off and that was coming, I was like, what's this white people ass show? Yeah. Like, that's how I was, this that's, that was my exposure to that it. That was how it was when I yeah. was younger, but now that I'm older, this shit is hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It's the last season, right? Yeah, this is like their f- final season, but yeah. I knew Curb because of I was a Seinfeld fan simply because I didn't have cable growing up. Oh, so, you're one of those. Yeah, so <laughs> I was watching Seinfeld at 7 30 on Fox 5 right after The Simpsons. Then I would watch it at night. Let me ask at you a question. PM. What's better, Seinfeld or Martin? Oh. You can't compare that now. I know, like, no, I know, but there's Negroes that will like they will shit on Martin to be like, yo, nah, <laughs> nah. Those are no, two, seriously. Those are two totally different totally shows. Different it's shows. like acting like, yo, what's your favorite kid? And you got a boy and a girl. Yeah. It's like speaking of which, Martin is about to be on Netflix at the end of March. Oh, fire! Which is gonna be, which is it's cool, but it's gonna be annoying because now too many eyes is on it. We in a new climate. 
That, God, I mean, I've, I just rewatched Martin for the first time. Really? Or watched Martin for the first time like, you, a couple wait, this, years ago. This is the first, oh, a couple years ago, you watched yeah. it for the first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Martin. I grew up on that shit. I was oh, watching man. it in real time. That's yeah, my shit. Word. Yeah, no, it was funny, man. <laughs> Hilarious. It's so funny, too, because it, it really does feel like you're talking about a different. I never seen Seinfeld, but mm-hmm. like the first season of Martin in particular was just like basically them doing like a stage play. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. they barely left the apartment, yeah, but yeah. they'll be doing these like long rants and yes. like. Uh, there's one part I think like somebody like was like there's something about a couch man I don't remember what it is but that mug had me on the floor it was yeah. the first season and yeah I mean it did I, what sucks about these sitcoms and it's just not Martin but no, like, I know, in I know. general it's like contract disputes man when like a yeah. cast member leaves cause it's like contracts see or Gina, Gina Gina fucked it up with the, yeah, with season the allegations, 5 Gina fucked know, it up yeah, that, and the yeah. allegations is like do we know if it's true I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Allegation. It's weird because it's like it's like now when people try to run it back, they shit just like, oh, we got over it. It's like, nah, sexual harassment. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just get over that. And I remember the talk at the time was that contract dispute. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. she wanted to get out of her contract. Weird. You know, I remember wow. that was a talk at the time. You know what I'm saying? What, what Q-Tip said on, on, on Find A Way? Messing me up my whole head, mm-hmm. teasing me just like Tisha did Martin. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was the com- that was a conversation. Oh, I at thought the time. I thought that was from he, that reference was from um, House Party because you remember in, now, like, but Martin and Tisha weren't anything in House Party. No, but you remember he was trying to get with her in House Party. And nah, she was like, not, nah, well, not really. It was just, he was just talking to her by the by the by the steps. Listen, Q-Tip, if you listening. <laughs> What did you mean by that? I know he listen. The, I remember at the time my mom used to have a sister sister magazine. I used to be in the barbershops with, with George, who was a guest on the show. Shameless mm, plug. George, yeah. You know, mm. I remember that was the conversation at the time. It was like, yo, well, you know, problematic 90s shit. Mm. How is it sexual harassment if it's like Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Y'all gotta yeah. chill. <laughs> y'all That's gotta, the 90s for sure. Y'all gotta chill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you mean? You let him go. Like, Alright, bro. All right. The show's called Martin. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, we're yeah, you know. Chill. That was the conversation at the time. But yeah, no, Martin's about to be on Netflix and you know. A whole new generation. It, it's just so dope to see that that show has been done for almost thirty years. And yeah, it's like people it's still love it. Still mm-hmm. relevant. Yeah, right? still relevant. I mean, it's so and it, and it's it's so funny how people now compare it to like Fresh Prince versus Martin. Whatever, those two feel like completely different shows to me. Like, uh, yeah, don't like let me ha- and don't let me have that conversation. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give no, Fresh no, Prince no. a little too. Will Smith even said himself on the, and I was so glad he said that shit on the Bad Boys when it was touring the Bad Boys uh, mm-hmm. press tour. He was like, after a while, I was trying to be like you talking about Martin because mm-hmm. they got to a point. Fresh Prince, it was like, all right, well, the physical you're doing too, like yeah. you, you have natural, you're naturally funny, you have yeah. natural charm. Mm-hmm. Tone it down. Yeah, yeah. Carlton, okay, I get it. Yeah, Carlton, that's his thing. You don't need to be. Ooh! Yeah, later, la- like, yeah, later in the show, it just it was getting like. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But before you move on, it's funny that even that came up and you would have Martin because me and my sister would fight over the the TV because mm. you know we had one TV and we had no cable. So, um, I believe Martin came on the same time as The Simpsons. Back in the day, like 7 p.m. time slot, you know, that time slot right before primetime TV, mm-hmm. which is eight. So, me and my sister used to fight over the TV to watch for me to watch The Simpsons, and because I just wanted to get something animated in my life. Like, yeah, a nigga don't got no cartoon network, yeah, yeah. it's the closest thing I have. Yeah. Let me watch The Simpsons <laughs> anyway, though. Some um, real shit, too. That's The Simpsons, yeah, not a word. So, I mean, I, at the time, I'm just going like, oh, it's animated and it's fun and bright and all this other shit so it's just funny that y'all even bring it up because that was the time slot i think martin came on on channel nine 
And then Fresh Prince, the reruns came on at 7.30 on Channel 11. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. But yeah, it was just so interesting that all these shows came on because they all came up. They all came on around the same time. They was all... it's. Now that I think back Seinfeld. on it, it's like, wow, that shit was all competing with each other. Yeah. Simpsons at 7, yeah. Seinfeld at 7.30, oh, yeah. Martin at 7, yeah. Fresh Prince reruns at um, 7.30. 90s was the golden era of TV comedy. Hell That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it's just yeah. so interesting that y'all... Was, and then look, it's like the Simpsons and Seinfeld, Martin and Fresh Prince, black and white type shit. But, yeah. you know, like, that's why I say back to your initial question, like, y'all, it's apples and oranges with Seinfeld and, Mar- with Seinfeld and Martin. Yeah, because it's like... Yo, it's two totally different shows. It's incomparable. Well, like the I'm, funny shit. Like I'm I could team say, Martin. I run. I ride for Martin. Martin is my favorite show of all time. Any show, any genre. I love Martin. I could say Martin is funnier, but you it's know, a different I'm type of, it's a I was just about to say I'm funny. black. Like I understand it. Like I still think about the '90s was all about physical comedy. Like, yeah, you know, Def Comedy Jam. Up Negroes was hopping out their seats yeah. laughing and shit. Like that's just what the '90s was. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whereas Seinfeld is more heady. You yeah, know, there's a yeah. lot of sarcasm. It's just you know. silly. It's at the end of the day, Seinfeld is stupid. It's, stupid, it's like stupid yeah. humor. So yeah. be like, all right, this like, shit is like, so like Curb, stupid. Curb, like yeah. Larry put himself in situations like, bruh, what exactly? Like, so Curb, that's how I got put on the curb. That yeah. was the initial conversation. Got I got it. put on the curb simply because I already was a fan of Seinfeld and knew about it. And sign and Curb was just basically Seinfeld, like without barriers. And like it's just gotcha. like we could curse all that. But I just want to give an honorable mention that something I'm still laughing at is Pam when she met Biggie. How she's like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, like Lois Key. Yeah, I they dance. had some big artists. They had <laughs> yeah. big right? artists right before they right? blew up on yeah. Martin. A lot right? Of times. Yeah. Right? Right? Remember like, that was the thing back right? in the day on these shows when you was on your ascension. You have to stop by the hottest show, Son. And do a little guest appearance thing. You know when you walk in the room, hey guys, and they say. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> like a good five minutes before yeah. you get a line out, they just they they just stand there awkwardly by the door waiting for motherfuckers to stop screaming. Like, great people to calm the fuck down. But yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers barking in the audience and shit. Like, how do you get how do you get so excited? <laughs> At what point do you get so excited? You say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start barking." <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was some fucking Apollo shit. <laughs> that's Arsenio. That's Arsenio. That all starts with Arsenio Hall. It's another real one, Arsenio right. Hall. Shout out to Thanks. Arsenio. But man, that reminds me of like when I saw Spider Man No Way Home. And oh Daredevil my came god! On oh my! Yo, the Chinese theater was stupid. I, I didn't hear what he said. Yeah, we, we went to go together. together. Yeah, I didn't hear what like no, what he say. After no, literally, after. same year. Like what? Like, 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 what? I said that to a dude. He literally starts standing up. Like, all right, calm down. Daredevil was not that good. Don't get me wrong. I ain't really watch it, but no, 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 Daredevil was valid. I'm gonna argue on that. We we got we got time to talk about that. Daredevil was fire. We we could talk about that. Spider Man was yeah. say like you know. But no, no, no. I hear you though. You got it. I ain't watch it. You got it. No, no, no. But no, no, no. I do hear you on the fact of like, yeah, they just he was only a side character. He was not a side character, but he's a TV show. Oh, yeah, up yeah. Movie. Like, why, why was this Toby Maguire? Yeah. yeah, I get it. It's like yeah. it's fucking Toby. It's an OG up in this bitch. Right, right. right. I get it. But like, <laughs> Daredevil is not him. Yeah, no, no, I no. Cut it out. I get that. It was fun, hey, man. Yeah, that's that's some funny stuff, man. But you talk about you talk about uh, you know y'all y'all era TV like yes, watching Simpsons. Yes. For me, the yes. competition was always like it wasn't competition like in terms of time slots. 
But, you know, you're talking about Simpsons coming on and then right after, you know, all this. Like, for me, it was Simpsons and then Family Guy were, like, the two. Mm, like, the little Fox had man. that little, like, Family Guy yeah, animation. Yeah. When it was on Fox, it used yeah. to be really yep. good. Yeah. Really good. You just said it. Animation domination on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Sundays. Yeah. yeah. I think King of, a Hill, King of the Hill was a part of that also. King of the Hill. That's yeah. right. That's even, right. Even when they got syndicated, I remember I used to watch that in Futurama during mm. the week. You yeah. I used to love Futurama. Did you see that Ted that Ted joint that Seth MacFarlane just put out on no, Peacock? No, yeah. I didn't see it. It's Is all it right. Good? It's okay. okay. I mean, if you, I didn't see the movies. People, people from Boston are hyping it up. Like, <laughs> I'm good on Boston. I'm good on them. They Only thing like I can say for Boston thing. is shout out to Vance and Leathers. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. I don't even know what I can say about Boston. Converse is uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, Celtics is ugly. Yo, Converse is a Boston company? Yeah, they're based in Boston. That I makes so that. much sense. Yeah, they're based in Boston. Shout out to Larry Bird. I'll say that. Larry Bird is he's nice. But <laughs> before we even we already kind of got off topic, whatever. Right. But to bring it back when you was talking about Biggie on Martin and then like you was talking about the ascension of like the black stars and black t- stop by the hottest show and all that stuff. I'm, we was kind of talking about this off camera, like in the car. We was like, yo, like, I miss when everything was kind of synced together culturally. Like, Biggie is like Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't even got to say nothing about Biggie. Yeah. And he's on Martin. It's yeah. just like, I just missed that a little bit. But it was organic. You know. Everything made yeah, sense. Yeah, you know exactly. Like, it didn't why? Feel like w- a clout chase. Ex- like, you know exactly. What I'm like, why wouldn't Biggie be on Martin? Yeah. Type shit. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was numbers behind it, all this other course, shit, but I don't think it was that deep. Of course. It was just so natural. It was fun. Like, yeah. I just missed when things were like that and, like, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about Martin being on Netflix. I caught wind of something Netflix is doing right now. And, you know, Netflix, if you had Netflix for a while, you know. They was trying to stop motherfuckers from sharing, sharing passwords and so on and so forth. Well, I just found out that Netflix is now starting to paywall shit. Mm. Certain content you cannot get access to unless you get a certain tier of subscription. So Uh I guess they're trying to bring ads onto Netflix. Well, they're doing the ad tier. I know they're doing the ad tier. There you go. Mm -hmm. Somebody went to go watch Thanksgiving, Eli, Eli Ross Thanksgiving. Mm. And because they got whatever subscription they got. They can't watch the movie mm-hmm. because it's under a tiered situation. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, like, if if all of this bring back cable for all of this, <laughs> like seriously, what or else? stop spending three hundred million dollars on a movie that's only gonna live on streaming? Like y- y'all kind of ODing now. Yeah, well, and that's and that's the thing that uh, you know Netflix. Netflix has been relatively better at that whole uh, conversation in terms of like not deleting movies and like. Uh, they were kind of later to the to the outwall stuff, but honestly, the, the, the people you know, Netflix, all these streaming services, they make more off of people in the ad tier mm. than they do off of people paying the monthly fee. Because if you're paying like nine ninety nine a month, you're making less for that company than if you're making like you know if you're watching like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen ads, mm. you know, they're getting paid off of that type. So they they trying to they trying to make that level of exclusivity. It's funny to talk about cable though. Like all these streaming companies are starting to bundle up now. Like. It's like the, I don't know if you got Verizon, but if you got Verizon, you can get Disney Plus and HBO Max is a bundle. Apple TV and, and Paramount are about to bundle up. Like yeah. all these, I think all the sports are starting to bundle up. They have like a sports max. It was like. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be nice. That's yes, because mm-hmm. I, it's a struggle for me personally. I'm from New York. I'm out here in LA. You know, when the Jets come on, I can't see them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they got a bum ass Bengals and Rams game going on or some bullshit like that. Uh yeah, stuff like that I appreciate because it's like yeah I'm gonna have everything together I'm gonna get a chance to see my team you know what I'm saying yeah yeah 
But it's basically cable. It's basically yeah, like new yeah, age cable. Yeah. And honestly, if the cable companies were smart, they should just stop doing cable and just start bundling all the streaming services together, make it one monthly thing. Because I'll pay for that. Like, I'll pay for one cable service that gives me everything. Mm-hmm. But. Facts. Like, I still have cable. So that's why it's, it's funny that y'all even saying that because I still have cable because... Um, well, I have cable because I have back in New York, I still pay my phone bill and stuff mm. and I have the triple play advantage. Like, you know, mm. it's something, it's a service yeah. with Optimum. Like, Optimum, yeah. If y'all yeah. on the East Coast, y'all know what the fuck going on. Anyway, though, so. I owe <laughs> digital cable. Remember that, you know that commercial? Savings up for real. I owe digital cable. Watch a lot of channels yeah. whenever you're able. HD is free. Let me put it on the table for twenty nine ninety five. You get designed the label. Eight seven seven three nine three. <laughs> That's when they was marketing to the Hispanics and all yeah. the Puerto Ricans in the Bronx. I was living in the Bronx. They was running that shit to yeah. death. Yeah, we're five, five, yeah, five, yeah. nine. And they was on the beach. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that dude name who did it? I don't fucking know. Go ahead, say what you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's funny because I was talking about raising Kane and all that. I had got stars for free mm. because I was threatening them because I'm like. All the streaming services I do have, I'm like, yo, I don't really need the cable branch of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I'm good. Like, just give me the phone, whatever. It's like, oh, no, we'll give you stars and this and that for free. And then I only bring it up just to say, like, I forget that these companies still own streaming. I think um, I learned that they own Paramount. Like, um, Viacom. I, yeah. yeah um, IO, IO, Optimum owns, uh, or they have some type of partnership well, with- Well, Viacom um, definitely owns- you know what I'm saying? Oh, so that they probably have sense. a partnership type yeah, situation. Yeah, because I got um, Paramount Plus also for free, um, whatever, just because of the whole situation. So I just say that, like, you're right. Like, why not just, like, we might as well go back to cable. Listen, like, cable is sitting back. What, what, what Thanos said, you know, you couldn't live with your own failure. Right. That bring you back to me. Well, yeah. Right? Cable. Then, <laughs> you cable, know, right? cable's failing. And then cable's, it's funny, cable is failing, but then also, like, the streaming services are failing. Yeah. None of them are profitable. And to the point of, like, Paramount might not even exist as a studio in the next year. Like, that's crazy. It's like that's one of the first OG big six studios, yeah. and it might not exist. And then you know what's, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let Paramount off the hook because they they could have sold Tyler Perry BET for two billion dollars. Mm. They wanted three, and they're being greedy. They're, I will say this: mm-hmm. maybe it was a good thing Tyler didn't have BET. <laughs> Did you see? Have you seen BET Plus lately? That shit oh, is Medea Plus. Well, they, oh, all right, it's just mad Medea content. Nah, tell me what's on it because I I have no idea. I didn't it's, even know that was a thing. It's too much. It's too much. It was like I I remember when BET Plus came out. That that was the only place that had Martin for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I have right. Martin on DVD, but you know I was being lazy. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to plug up. You know, didn't want to plug up the Xbox or whatever and throw in the DVD. So I I said let me watch it on BET Plus. They had the edited episodes of Martin, which was mm-hmm. annoying as fuck. Because Martin used to be on HBO, right? No. Wasn't it? No, HBO is, is one of the producers. Oh, right? okay. Because I remember Martin was, the was, was, Martin, was Fox. Like, eh, 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 yeah. The HBO yeah, no. The, the Martin oh, is yeah. Fox. That's that's oh, Fox man. all the way. But when Fox they, went black. Yeah. Well, yeah. they started off black. Yeah. They were built or on black. Up. Like America built on black bodies. But go ahead. Mm. Anyway. um, <laughs> You know, uh, BT Plus, they had Martin on there. I tried to watch it. And I remember I had to sift through so much. Mm. Medea. <laughs> yeah. Mama, who's going to pay the rent today um, to play Tyler Perry? Well, they always run it on BET. Like, they always run Martin Wait, on BET. Wait, but that show's sisters is on BET, right? Isn't that, like, yeah. really popular and really good? It's I Tyler don't know. Perry. I'm, Tyler only, Perry. I'm yeah. only acting because I like. I feel like I don't pay attention to that realm. I and mean, when you're not paying attention to a realm, but you still hear about it outside of it, 
it's really popular. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I heard about the sister shit, but it's it's like, not good though. I mean, oh, it, it, say, I don't know. Like, is, is it good, good bro? None I will. I'm fucking sh- weak. I will say shout out. To, I know we kind of clowned uh, my homegirls film last time. We talked about. Um, <laughs> we didn't clown. We didn't I mean, clown we're not clowning, it. not clowning, but we we gave an honest review of uh, of my homegirls. Uh, I forgot what it. Stan, yeah. you forgot the name of it. Forgot, That's crazy, yeah, nah, nah, homegirl. Nah. But but <laughs> but Harvey forgot the name of your film, dog. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> she That's got a new. Me. She got a new film on 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 BT Plus called Kim, Kimba right now. Who's what's my okay. girl's name? Um, it's anyway. called Kimba, like Kimba Walker. Yeah, yeah, okay. basically. It's, okay. it's called Kimba. It premiered at the Pan African Film Festival. Okay. okay, and it's on BT Plus right now. So, okay. um, the last movie, we, I can't remember her name. I can't remember the last time we talked about her movie, but whatever. It was right. early. That was early. Listen, that was an early episode. Listen, with that being said, um. We should all give it a shot because that's one thing I was looking at the other day. A lot of black people need to give black art absolutely, grace, especially that's like nice. on the first joint. But but this is this is what hit, our, like we got to keep supporting. This is what our like, platform you know, is built on. We right, we always cool, give everything cool. a shot, but we also <laughs> honest about. No, it. of course, of course. Like, let's but, not let's not. I, and then this is no shot to an old girl, but of course, just because you black don't mean that I'm of a, course I'm but be behind your shit. 100%. We still should give her grace after I'm, like absolutely. You know, I, I mean, absolutely. of course, we we, nah. we we don't shit. We not shitting on. Her, I ain't no. saying y'all, but nah. And I ain't even trying to start no discourse here, especially in Black History Month, because I know how you kind of feel about it. But I'm just gonna bring it up because <laughs> it's relevant. No, but I, like with um Hype Williams in uh Belly. We didn't give him grace to the point he didn't do nothing else. Well, oh. Hype Williams had a has a great well had a great well maybe I guess has mm. a great career like course, uh, like music. But why we why we didn't give him grace to get because get into that the film wasn't one. a good movie. Oh, so okay. keep it moving. Make your videos <laughs> wasn't a good movie. That, that's actually so funny that you bring that up because I just bought a Belly uh, Blu-ray that we're gonna give away. Hopefully soon when we do our we're gonna do a rapper. Hey, if y'all want that, you know what, what I mean. <laughs> nah, you gotta stop. Cause Cause that shit is a classic. That. I don't gotta no. It's, that shit is a classic. Not, classic is crazy. It is. Let's keep it moving though. Well, I'll say at least be- culturally. Belly's one, well, Belly's one of the best shot black movies. Oh yeah, say, one time. Cinematography. Malik Hassan Saeed. Mm. Shout out to you. You mm. are you are the guy. Hype William. Shout out to you. It just wasn't a good movie. All right, mm. but we didn't give him enough grades, and that shit got. Killed with criticism, okay. and he didn't make another movie. All right, I wouldn't want to see where Hype Williams' career went. Look, we recently watched, um, you and I, we watched The Book of Clarence, yeah, great film. And, um, what was the first movie they oh, The, the Heart, Heart of They Fall? Fall. Yeah. I think that was mm. the first joint, right? Great. The, mm-hmm. the Heart of They Fall is all right, but <laughs> you know, Grace was given, and he made a better film. And now I can't wait to see what they do with the next film they make, you know what I mean. Just Hype, saying. Hype Williams has a great career. He's all right. He didn't need to be in cinemas. <laughs> nah, you can't say shit like what that. What you mean I can't like say, say shit like, like that? He did not. He that's does like not, going like Michael Jordan didn't need to be in baseball. No, that, see, like, now you, know you take it to the extreme. I'm, I'm saying he did not need to be in cinemas. It's his homegirl. Right. Her Ke- thing, Kelly, her, Kelly, 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 by the Kelly way. Kelly, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing is about putting films out. That's mm-hmm. her thing. So yeah, give her great. He had a whole lucrative career. Like mm-hmm. he's doing videos. Like. And arguably, he's probably making more money doing that shit. Yeah. This is back I'm, when videos was videos. Understandable. So I'm saying, I'm not saying let's bar him from the theaters. Oh. I'm saying <laughs> he didn't need to be there. Like, he doesn't need to be there. So our criticism or the criticism of the film mm. is not like, it's not stopping his train. 
That's all I'm saying. Oh, like as far as anything else he yes. does. Yes. Oh no, I'm not. That's not what I'm that's saying. That's what I'm saying. But I'm you're just, telling me I'm saying he got to be away from. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to shit. You talking about giving grace? You, know, he you said it was a bad movie. I'm it like, was yo, a bad why movie. he, he could have made another one. All right, cool. But he didn't. But he had a whole other because <laughs> of the criticism. That's bullshit. <laughs> Cal Maddox is still making movies. I'm sure hype. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Look, and we're gonna talk about now. We're gonna talk about filmmaker at some point in this episode that only had one movie, Love Jones. Yes, and that's very sad. That's that's. Sad, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you know, let's 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 we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Hype, make another movie. Uh, <laughs> hype. I hope your health is good, my brother. That's all. <laughs> um, now you know we all like Marvel. You know we talked about mm-hmm. Marvel a little bit. Mm-hmm. Madame Web. Right, right. I meant to bring that up during the the <laughs> Jessica Jones conversation because here's what I'll say. Like we, you know, I know you're gonna. Have no, no, hold on. Before it. before we go in, uh-huh. Madame Web. If y'all don't know. Sony got this rights to Spider-Man. They're creating a whole Spider-Man universe. And mm-hmm. we're going to get into why they're doing that. But they're creating a whole Spider-Man universe. And they have a story about Madame Web, who's basically like the Doctor Strange of like the Spider-Man universe in a sense. Yes. She's like a clairvoyant that can see, you know, she, she's connected to all the different Spider-Men or Spider-People. And she kind of, look, she was in the cartoon. She's in the comics. She didn't need a movie, but they gave her a movie. Uh-huh. How do you feel about that, RB? Well, for one, I, I, I actually understand giving Madam Web a movie uh, as like an origin story and something to develop as because she's she's not only just like Doctor Strange, she's kind of like um, she's almost like a a, a good version of Kang per se, like mm, in, in the, okay. the Spider Man universe. Like she's literally she's the one who put the spider in the place to bite mm-hmm. you know Peter to begin with later on Miles, things like that. Like she orchestrated the whole Spider Man story. Um, and I think this movie was set up to be a really good idea in the fact that I think the original plot was, um, you know, Madam Web is trying to stop the murder of like May Parker mm-hmm. and uh, before she gives birth to eventually Peter Parker mm-hmm. and then just having to save uh, time travel and save those events. I think that's a really good idea on paper. I think the director on paper is a really great director, S.J. Clarkson. She directed a couple episodes of Succession. She also directed the first two episodes of Jessica Jones, which I brought up earlier. Great mm-hmm. show. Great director. Um, so I say this, you know, not clowning the filmmaker. I think people need to stop clowning the filmmaker. Right. We need to acknowledge what Sony's doing. Sony's uh-huh. putting out nothing but doggy doo-doo. Yeah. They've been doing nothing but doggy doo-doo for years. This is greed. So, yeah. This is greed at its finest. Like, mm-hmm. okay, look. You know, Marvel was in a bind in the 90s sold off all their popular properties to kind of stay afloat. And this mm. is why you got Blade and New Line Cinema. You had the Hulk with uh, Universal. Universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man was, was I think, held up at Paramount for a bit. And I think Tom Cruise at one point was supposed to be Iron Man. And, mm-hmm. you know, so when they when they eventually, I think they did partner with Paramount for Iron Man, the yeah, first one. Yeah, to distribute it, yeah. And then when, you know, Marvel got their footing, they got everything back slowly but surely. Uh, you know, come, let me, help, let me save you from over here. Let me get you from here. And then whatever they already had. Let's, let's be real. Marvel really built the MCU on C-list characters. Oh, yeah. Because they gave away all the A-list shit or mm-hmm. whatever they thought wasn't really redeemable Blade mm-hmm. and didn't know Hello. that shit was going to pop. You know what I'm saying? And let's be real, Blade is what popped. Mm-hmm. Blade is the first Mar- MCU movie. Not MCU, not but MCU. that's the, the first, first Marvel yeah. superhero movie. Like, the first be successful real. one. Because look, Son, look with, be real. with Blade gave way to x-men let's be i know everybody mm-hmm. like to give the x-men i know x-men was the bigger you know the bigger blockbusters with blade put things in on track you know what i'm saying so now spider-man is over with columbia sony and they had the the the, the, the franchise with toby you know sam raimi the, the trilogy 
Then they followed it up with the reboot. Now the already the MCU had already started up, but it was stuck over there. So right. now they did. I think they they what they license out Spider Man or something like that right now. Yeah, yeah they license. So yeah. like they they could use Spider Man, but they can't get everybody. Just after, am I right? Like they can't yeah. use everybody. I mean, yeah. To my understanding, it's like uh, yeah. I mean, to my understanding, they they have the rights to use as much as they want, but I think they're kind of keeping it separate. Right. Yeah, because Sony still wants to make their own like universe, and they have to keep making a certain amount of movies yeah. every year to keep the rights, the exclusive the exclusivity rights. Yeah. Because when they're doing it with Marvel, it's not the same thing. Yeah, and it's just like Spider-Man, as y'all know, Spider-Man is like hotcakes. Spider-Man is like cracking the streets. Oh, like, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like just like how Batman's keeping shit afloat for WB, lowest key Spider-Man is with keep, is keeping Marvel together. Marvel is uh, Sony, a, yeah, Sony. Uh, yeah, or mm-hmm. Sony, rather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Listen, if they lose, if if Marvel lose Spider uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. we got some shit to talk about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everybody mm-hmm. is Spider Man. Yeah, like, from a black kid, a white kid, an Indian, yeah. it don't even matter. Everybody is Spider Man. And, and, and he that's resonates, what, and, and that's, that's what they that. established with the Spider Verse, the the, mm-hmm. the Into the Spider Verse films, which are incredible. Sony mm-hmm. is Sony animations on their shit with that. Right. They fumbled on the head with that one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, they own their shit with that because mm. Spider Man is literally everybody now. Like, we've seen all the different Spider Man. Spider Man mm. is everybody now. However, being that they got this, they just like, yo, we ain't gonna let Marvel have this. We gonna do our own shit. Like, let's uh. let's keep cranking out shit. They do Venom, which mm. is which is another huge character, mm. very popular, but with no Spider Man in it. You know, and the movies are mid. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just mid. the first one. It was just like, all right, maybe you know they, they getting started. Let's see what. Mm-hmm. Then by the second one, that shit falls off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought the second one was in the so bad is good territory for me. It, no, I but, get that. Yeah. I totally can see that because mm-hmm. it's just it's chaotic. It's just a mm-hmm. lot going on, and it's like, yeah, you can enjoy it in all this of its mess. This thing's only ninety minutes too. So. Yeah, it's short as Wait, hell. Is in Carnage in that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's Carnage? Woody, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good casting for Woody Harrelson being Carnage. Too bad the like, movie is just terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to speak on that. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see movie, one. The, odd... Well, we didn't see Madam Web. We're going to talk about this shit. I was just, <laughs> we know. Listen, this is one of the rare. This is a rare moment in Real One's history. We're going to talk about some shit we never seen. And trust me, from what I've gathered, we don't need to see this shit. Oh, like, yeah. I, I don't need to see this shit. I don't want to just because of what it stands for. I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> what it stands for? It's just greed. It's just, oh, like, y'all, y'all just being greedy and petty at this point. Like, uh, why are y'all, why are you pumping out this stuff? You like, and the thing is, you just, there's no care or love for it. There's uh, none. Yeah. Yeah. There's none. And it's just like, yo, we just, let's just pump these things out. Well, Craven, let's get a Craven movie out. Yeah. Fast track it, fast track it. Like, you had Bad Bunny was going to be El Muerto. And then right. he only appeared in two comic books, two Spider Man comic books. Y'all, ever. y'all reaching. Mm. Then, then, then Donald Glover, they want him to be like some. Some disco something. There wasn't a Donald Glover. Oh, something, yeah. Something that they was gonna try to push through. It's like, what are y'all doing? Y'all being it, greedy. I man. mean, for a minute they have that Spike Lee uh Spider Man movie. Oh yeah, the too. night night crawler or something like I that. Night, what, uh, some something uh, like that. Yeah, uh, like that was happening. That was actually happening for a while. And then I think uh Black Panthers would fast track that one. Mm, just because they, mm. oh black people come to the movies to see superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get a Negro in a cape right now. Right. Do you know? But it's just like it's greedy now. And and then, you know, Matt Sazama, he he wrote this film. Let me let me read his credits. The Last Witch Hunter, Gods of Egypt, where the white people were Egyptian gods, uh, yes, and and the Negroes and the brown people were servants and shit in the background. Oh my God, Jesus! Dracula Rising, 
that was the first film of the failed oh, dark universe. Yeah. Which is which that was that had so much potential. They they fumbled. They had the whole photo shoot. They yeah, they fumbled <laughs> that. So, great casting and they fumbled that so hard. Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers film. Not oh, the new one? Not the 95 joint. No, the, the new, recent one. The recent one. Where they oh. look when like they were like, I got clap your hands, and they start clapping and stuff. And they, they have the like dragons and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Dark looking with the costumes. Yeah, no. Nah, wait, wait. And then before he did this film. Wait, they didn't have rights to that on costumes? I don't know. All right. And before he did this film, <laughs> before he did Madame Web, he did Morbius. Morbius? Oh, no. Starring so. the only R&B singer with CTE, Tyrese. Um fucking week a terrible film and apparently madame webb was did so bad in the box office it beat the record that morbius had what yeah, oh, doing well, bad oh for the sony like yeah the lowest opening yeah yeah because morbius i think opens to 39 million and i think this one opens to 20 20 25 20, something like that yeah big money to us but in this grand scheme of things that is not well i about to say what was the budget 80 million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it, oh. they're, they're not recouping that. Yes. Oh. 80, 80, Listen, 80 million production, put, 70 million. Put it this way ass. if you want to tell somebody a secret and you need to go to a private location, <laughs> go to a screening of Madam Web because <laughs> there will be nobody in that motherfucking theater. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to that show on Friday at 8 p.m. Nobody. You know, I got some crazy shit I got to tell you. You got the matter when it's going. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. <laughs> Nobody's going to be in that motherfucker. So it, it's just, I don't like what it stands for. I'm tired of it now. It's just yeah. like, yo, y'all yeah. are cheapening the brand lowest key. Yeah, yeah. You know, y'all cheapening Mar- the Marvel product. got to step in and be like, yo, yeah, y'all can't do this no more. Like, yo, yeah. you know what's crazy? I just seen, I didn't um really go into it, but I was on Twitter. I was just scrolling and shit like that. And I seen that uh Sony has... No, Disney is gonna dis- distribute Sony on. Yes, yes, the uh, the, the physical, physical media. Physical yes, media. Physical shout media. out to them. Shout out to them. That's a great idea. Shout yes. out to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for Dead Presidents on Blu-ray or 4K. Hello, <laughs> and it was Dead Presidents Day the other day. Shout out to that. But anyway, though, um, fucking yeah. When I seen that, it was like cool. That is a good idea. But it's like just give them Spider Man. Like seriously, like <laughs> like just. I don't know, like I it's don't. Like, it's like a motherfucker with his leg, his arm hanging off. But like, like just let it go. It's like, like no, I can't. <laughs> right? Just let it's it just go. Like, it's going to fall off. Like just y'all like, getting money already? Like y'all, this shit is losing. Well, then again, Spider Man merchandise sells a lot. Yeah, no, but, but but the merch is not necessarily sold. Yeah, the, the don't Disney gets the merch. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So it's like it's so, only the film. It's only the film. So, so the thing about Sony now is it's like y'all can't work out a deal where y'all forever gonna eat off of it and just give them. To, they want to like, be greedy. On, they, I mean, they almost they almost scrapped Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, yeah, you remember when Tom yeah. Holland announced, like, we're not going to do any more Spider-Man and I went and bought up, started crying? I went and bought up all the Spider-Man toys. I'm tight. I'm just kind of sitting on, but I, I collect toys or whatever. But, but I <laughs> was like, did. yo, it's going to be no more of these shits. Because right. they, like, you know? And so they, it was literally because Sony was like, we want 100% back. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, with the toys and stuff, they really, they re-released the original Spider-Man from um, No Way Home. Okay. The, um, yeah. And the Affinity Saga new box set, whatever. Anyway, though, but yeah, it's just like, I seen that deal. I'm like, yo, y'all really just can't let it go. I mean, you know how it go with the corporate greed and all. Yeah, like, these are corporations yeah. that didn't, they don't give a fuck. It's, but yeah, in the nah. same breath, like, damn, like, y'all see these, like, you said 80 mil, and it bought, opening yeah. weekend was yeah. what, 22? 20, 20, 20 something. 20 it was something. in the 20s range. Yeah, it's Son. $80 million production budget, $70 million advertising and marketing, so it's like 150 overall. Exactly. Son. Yeah, just double that. So, Son. Y'all, like, they y'all don't see shit like that, like, the this power is, this in is the why, people. This is why, like, whenever Warner Brothers, yeah, okay, Aquaman made 500 mil. 
you would think, oh, that's a success. And it's like, nah. Like, I still lost money on that. Double that budget. The and, budget. Yeah. and plus, they probably they still have to take half of the money from the theater rentals yeah. and stuff like that, too. It's so. very, and, and, you know, and home the home video market is kind of where the bread and butter is yes. at now. But, uh, but, it, but it's funny because when you're talking about that deal with Sony and, and Disney, it's very interesting because that just shows you Disney is going full in on streaming, whereas Sony <sighs> is going to go full in on physical media. Because yeah. Sony has the PS5, so they want people still yes. buying physical media. Yes. Course, they also um, have... Uh, you know, they don't have a streaming service. Sony doesn't have a streaming right. service. So it's like they don't want to... They're licensing out their shit. So I, I honestly think that's the better financial move than mm-hmm. to actually start a streaming service, lose hundreds of millions, and then kind of pray for mm-hmm. profitability. I think, like, doing it, you know, their way is actually kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, physical media, all proud of that. Good for Sony on that. Mm-hmm. But stop making these... Yeah, yeah please. And, yeah. and it just go back to, like, kind of, just to piggyback off of what you're saying, just, like, if y'all know that... Y'all still bread and not that their bread and butter is physical media, but y'all still want to continue this. Nowadays, the only physical media that sells is good physical, me- like something yeah, that's something really good. Like, yo, I want to own this yeah, shit because yeah. everything is just so fleeting. Mm. So you would think you would want to make something just like, yo, let's make something that people are gonna want to buy afterwards. Like, no, like these things just come and go. Yeah, with all these Sony Spider Man Spider Verse movies, all that stuff, it's just it's just disgusting. Look, and- listen, get Warner Brothers on the phone. Let them teach you how to burn and get a rid week. of films and shit. Right? Because yeah, right? I craving, I don't want that. Right? This, this Venom three, whatever y'all shot, I don't, I don't want that. I, I don't want them David Zaslav, let them know y'all use this kerosene. Who's the craving lead? Uh, Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, where is he? He was, um, he was Quicksilver in the Marvel movies, like the the one. Um, Look, and- David Zaslav. Get on the phone. Oh, with he's him. white? He's white, yeah. You know they're not going to get rid of his movie? Come no, on. Not, Come no. on. Look, they just ask life. Let them know. Yo, no. this is how you delete this shit, right? No, no, no. Get rid of this shit, right? Give him, give him the keys. Like, yo, son, yo. Right? Tell him to do so. Just, you know, talk, talk to him, please. Please. Do, do what they did with that Batman shit or the, the, the Wiley Coyote. Bat, Batgirl or the Wiley, yeah. the Wiley, the Wiley Coyote. Cody movie. Like, apparently, apparently, Salem's Lot, Stephen King is like, yo, they, they shelved Salem's Lot. I don't know what's going on with that. And it's a good film. Dang. That's to me. That's sad. I, I don't want to see no. I don't want to see movies. Yeah, no. I want. I want to see that come out. Uh, but it's like, mm-hmm. come on, son. Like, what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, uh, and wait, Rob, you said son. You said they had about a seventy million dollar budget. I mean, seventy million dollar marketing budget. Uh, what the fuck was that spent on? Because I had I've seen nothing. Like well, no, I, no, I've seen a bunch. But what? the thing is, they like they on ocean spray bottles, <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently, apparently Dakota Johnson. They asked her, it was like, you know, did you see the movie? She's like, I'll see it someday. I'll read. Yeah. When you're a lead, it's like, yo, I'll see it whenever whenever that shit come on TV. You said it was it. a check. Yeah, right. yeah. They're they treating it like a check. You have a movie with Sydney Sweeney in it. Come on. Right. And the, the, the Sydney Sweeney, like, rom com that, like, costs nothing is about to make more now, money than Now, that, about. I've never seen anybody talk about that. Anyone, Anyone but, you, but you. I yeah. haven't seen anybody talk about that. Yeah. It's somehow, I was close to 200 million worldwide. That might be Hollywood trickery, man. I'm calling buff. <laughs> I mean, unless we really, you know, right now we live in a Beyonce Taylor Swift world, unless we live in two separate Americas right. where they're Facts. watching that film mm. because I've never seen anybody talk about anyone but you yeah I, I never seen it. Nope. but it's making big money yeah big money and it's a rom-com it's comedies making money is it is a, i heard it's like a sex rom-com too yeah, on top I, of that I like guess, it's very yeah. like it's very not raunchy because you know nowadays things ain't too raunchy right. but it's very you know mm-hmm. it plays on that so shout out to them shout out to sydney sweeney and yeah madam madam well i will say one one, one more thing before, mm-hmm. before you get off of this uh, you know talk talking about the screenwriter you know definitely Bad track record for show, for show. But, uh, you know, 
it's not it's not always the writer's fault too. I'm not gonna fully blame the writer. Um, and I will say bad I feel ri- you. bad writers are bad repertoires <laughs> that that sometimes they create great things like the guy who did Last of Us and Chernobyl. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, great Emmy winning writer Craig Craig Mesden. He also did Scary Movie three, four, and superhero movie. And Oof. he did <laughs> those back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But you know, you know, I'm gonna go with this. Right. Where you going? They fail upwards, man. Oh yeah. Hello. Take it. Hello. Like imagine, imagine <laughs> RB. Imagine you write Soul Plane, Soul Plane Two, <laughs> Soul Plane Three, a reboot, a, a freaking reboot of the first Soul Plane, and some other bullshit. You are going to be out of a job. <laughs> Hello. Do you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to call it out because it's like, yo, what the fuck? He had like yeah. eight straight duds. Like, how is he still getting a job? You know what I'm saying? And then watch yeah. with his luck. He's going to write the next Best Picture winner. Or something that, like that's that. how it going to be. That's and how he's going to be remembered for that for the rest of his career. <laughs> that's how so it that's goes. That's almost how it usually goes. But, yo, you know, <laughs> Madame Webb, so that shit tanked, which we all saw that coming. Like, the, the minute I saw that trailer, I was like, oh, this shit is going down. Like, that shit was so hard to even watch the trailer. Yeah, like, no, the trailer's bad. It's like, cringe. Oh, my the, God. The Billie Eilish God. music. Yeah. All fucking the, week. The dialogue. Yeah. Every, everything was just cringe. But a movie that did come out this weekend, and I am pleasantly surprised by it because y'all know me, how I feel about biopics and especially music biopics. Bob Marley won Love. Yeah. Did you get a chance to see the film? I did. I just saw it yesterday. Oh, Haley, you, you didn't get to see it. No. What, what, let me know what you thought about it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought I, I really liked it. I thought it, it moved fast. You know what I mean? It's a fast moving biopic. Yeah. Only hour 47 yeah. like that. Yeah. I could have seen it being a little longer. I would have liked it being a little longer, honestly. But otherwise, it was it was good. It, it gave you... I didn't know anything about Bob Marley. And afterwards, mm. I was streaming his music. So... Mm. This is... Yes. I was... You know, I would... The next day, I'm washing clothes and I'm listening to Exodus, the album. Yes, you know what I'm me saying? Too, yeah. Like that, it really got me there. And it was so, so well made. And it was just, and you know, much like, you know, I always critique the Whitney Houston biopic as it being like a, a music cash grab, mm-hmm. which I get it. Bob Marley's in it. You got to play his music too. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like the Whitney film was just like, here's this song. It's like a jukebox. Like, here, here this song. Remember this song? Look at this song. Look this. And it was like, no story. It was like little, little sprinkles of story. But it's like, yo, let's recreate this performance, that performance, this performance. This one really focused on like three years in his life with little flashbacks to him being a child and, you know, the situation with his dad and stuff like that. But then little flashbacks, you know what I'm saying? But it really focused on the three years of his life when he was, you know, gearing up to do this peace concert and when he recorded uh, Exodus. Uh-huh. Kingsley Benadir, incredible. Yeah, great actor. He was he was so good in it. I don't see anybody else playing Bob Marley, honestly. Uh-huh. And I mean, and the oh, and another thing, what I really really appreciated, which you know, we talked about the V Diggs being a Caribbean adjacent lobster, right? In, in <laughs> Little Mermaid, but the the Jamaican the 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 presence of Jamaicans in the film, like I know, listen, Caribbean TikTok was complaining about the movie. Really? What they say? They said to boycott the film because there's no Jamaican in the lead of Bob Marley. Uh-huh. Mind you, Kingsley Benadir is British Trinidadian, but he is not Jamaican. Uh-huh. I'm of West Indian descent. Let me tell you right now, they complain about everything. <laughs> Nothing is good for West Indian. <laughs> you could work 24 hours and decide you want to take a three-hour nap, and you might sleep a little bit too long for West Indian. They will bust up in your room and complain. They complain about everything. <laughs> Nothing is good for West Indian. 
Mm-hmm. You can attest to this. Facts. I'm Trinidadian. You feel First me? Generation. You know, nothing is good. No for, naps. Nothing is good for no them. no downtime. You know, and mind you, you feel me. And now, mind you, you want to complain about they need to get a Jamaican actor. Who? Facts. Let me know who. I mean, I guess I don't know who said this or whatever, but I would assume that they're like there's some up and coming Jamaicans in Jamaicans in America. Who? <laughs> I don't know. If you know, if you know that they got a thing of Jamaican, <laughs> I mean, so that's bad. the thing too. Like, it's like Who? that's the thing too. Like, do they need to be popular? Well, like, why, I guess this is the job. I guess of they the need suit. to. Yeah, I guess they need the box office draw. They true, to, true, you know, true. That's right. the thing. Like, you need. Come on, it's, it's a business at the end of the day. You can't true. just. You know, not not all the time you could cast the unknown in the lead. It's very rarely that you can do that. But then you got to surround them around big, big stars. names. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look at Gravy in Notorious. He's around Angela Bassett. Derek mm-hmm. Luke at the time was popping. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Other, uh, I mean, not a good movie, but All Eyes on Me. I love yeah, right. you know, you, I mean, Hill Harper to a lesser degree. Hill Harper was in that. <laughs> Damn, who but else? It, who but else see, that movie? movie didn't do well either. And then it's, it's a lot of unknowns in that one. Yeah, yeah. Well. Whereas... The only one that kind of got away with it was Straight Outta Compton, but that's only because Ice Cube and Dr. Dre were like yeah. super, super behind. It was it. the marketing push behind. Yeah, it. And, that, and Ice Cube's yeah. son is in it, so it's like yeah, it felt yeah. very. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like a little bit of the viral social media conversation. It was a little mm. bit of everything, and plus NY, the NYU, excuse me, um, NWA is like an American story. Like, yeah, yeah. we all you if you know if you love hip hop just a little bit, you know NWA story. So mm-hmm. that was a little different. You know, not what I'm to saying? mention the straight out of where the fuck you from. Straight Went that point after the streets, that, like yeah. they, in Brooklyn, like straight out of Brooklyn. Like, what? Stop! Like, yeah. Stop! Don't. Do, that's, I saw people I, like straight out of Burbank. For yeah. Yeah, I, like, oh, nah. I seen one like last summer. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that shit fucked my head. Like y'all still wearing these? Yeah, yeah, they're still yeah. wearing them. Okay. Dead Stop it. So it's like Stop it. that marketing you know, for you. But right. but no performances across the board was really well. Shout out to Ziggy Marley and, yes. and Rita Marley who helped produce this. They it was put together with love and especially the focus on his Rastafari. You know. His his whole thing, like you know, that was that was big, but um, yeah, getting back to the what I was saying, you know, we talked about the fake Jamaican accents and stuff, yeah. but you know, it was just real patois to the point where a lot of Black Americans that saw the film is like, this shit needed sub- subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I mean, I'll be real, I can understand fifty percent of it. Yeah, but I, that's how I liked it. I liked it. I, see, that. we we're around West Indian yeah. Caribbean people, so I got it. Like you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. when it, and it was just a little, I don't know how to say it, the little nuances in the in their speech. It's like they was. I, it was it was displayed. I think mm. they said Kings uh Kingsley Benadir spent two years in Jamaica and really got really? like immersed in the culture. Mm. It was shot on location in Jamaica too, mm. which is really? great because it's like nice. you know you can't fake that shit in a sound stage. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so they touched on a lot of his Rastafarian roots. They they kind of they they kind of I got a better understanding of it through flashbacks and just his him making references to mm. it. Like yeah. you know you sh- listen. I came out of it just feeling that culture a little bit more yeah, like, yeah. oh, this was a real deal. You know, I'd be seeing people getting the little hats with the with the hats with the dreads attached to them. Yeah. It's just like, yo, like, yeah, man. I yeah. remember it's like, yo, son, it's yeah, deeper it's than that. Not yeah. exactly. Because that's what I was going to say. And too. they will pull out a machete on your ass and yes. you play with them. Don't play. with I them. mean, the violence in the movie, especially like in the beginning oh, yeah. of the movie, I was like, dang, like, I yeah. didn't know yeah. Bob Moore was going through all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The assassination yeah. attempt. Yeah, absolutely. That was, yeah, that was different. It's Absolutely. crazy because like my father's a Rasta and has lots and all that stuff. And I just hate it when somebody like 
Like, you know, just, I don't know what culture did this, but as soon as you smoke weed or if you have locks, oh, you're Rasta, like, it's so much deeper. So mm-hmm. I was just seeing if the movie touched on, like, the more deeper yeah, elements and, and, you to know, and that's the thing. A, Rasta. A lot of people was like, oh, well, where's this person? It's like, look, it's focusing on a certain period. Yeah, you're yeah, not going to yeah. see Damian Marley's mother in it and her that side that holds. She is in it briefly as a side chick, but she has no lines, but they make implications yeah. that yeah. that's his side and joint. You can very much tell, like, they was trying to make it as clean as like yeah. and sanitized yes. as possible which yeah. it's but, just nice but yeah but you know you still have jamaicans upset like you know upset at ziggy upset at rita like oh y'all trying to tell you all story well yeah like yeah. I mean, it's their yeah. family story yeah. they should tell that's it. his, I mean, that's yeah, his yeah, wife yeah, yeah. Who, his wife they had an interesting relationship where they were like best friends like mm. she knew he had girlfriends and stuff but they were married and mm. they were like more like best friends so she was like look i was more committed to the message and the fight and you know again rastafari culture and just they don't Hello. they don't believe in western ideology when it comes Hello. to things like marriages and so on and so forth so it was just a lot of like people just like oh, i want this i want that look like you said, what, an hour, 40-something minutes? Mm. That's like a 100-minute movie. Yeah, basically. You're not going to get everything, dog. Mm-hmm. Look, Malcolm X is three and a half hours. You didn't get everything. They, oh, they, yes. But they touch on the important parts to get you there, and hopefully you can go explore Bob Marley and, and listen to Exodus as we did. You know, mm-hmm. you get to do that. You know what I'm saying? And and it was in, I just had my reserve. I, I had reservations about it going in just because I was like, yo, they're going to whitewash this. They're going to water it down. You know what I'm saying? You look in every hippie dorm room, there's a Bob Marley poster. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like Bob Marley is like a product now. And whereas right. this film kind of brought it back to the essence. It's like, yo, this is a real man and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so shout out, shout out to them. That was a really well-made film and you need to check it out when you get a Definitely. chance. I dig it. I mean, the one I know some people, at least like my my mom's like my, I told my mom this would be right up her alley, like as a movie, mm-hmm. and she was like her friends on Facebook criticizing it. One because the accents, but also two because they felt like it was a little messy structurally. You know what I mean? Like, and I I, I don't I won't say it's messy structurally. I do right. think is it's nice. I think it's nice that it was a biopic that wasn't in chronological order. Yeah, like it kind of like. It wasn't chronological order for like the majority of it, but they did the flashbacks and they did subtle hints at like his childhood and stuff like that. I actually enjoyed that because yeah. it connected to the character and the story like as it was exactly. unfolding. So I, I thought it was nice. I thought it was from the from a biopic perspective, it was better than Bohemian Rhapsody for show. Oh right? yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Better than um, you know, a, a lot of ones. The Whitney Houston one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, I still like, you know, I still really enjoy Rocket Man. I still enjoy Shadow Compton. Oh, I love Rocket Rocket Man. Was just because it was like a, it was like surreal. It wasn't big it wasn't, fire. It wasn't mm. like your traditional biopic. It was very fantastical. Like, yeah. yeah, very true to Elton John who exactly. he is as a person. So, so creative. That was perfect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And this felt very true to Bob Marley. Yes. Even yeah. though I don't know anything about Bob Marley, but just from watching it, it felt very true. I, right. And this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, there you go. Mm. You know. And even I, I don't want to. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but it's just like a lot of visual cues they make where he's like in the fire, you know, he's in the, in the yeah. field with the fire, the man walking towards him who we believe to be his father and who mm. it really is and all of that stuff. It was just done so well, like right. so, so well. Again, I, I didn't understand that stuff, but I was like, maybe if I read up on Bob Marley, like, oh, I'll well, you know, like, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, if y'all don't know, I mean, like I said, it's not a spoiler because it's not like it's a plot point, but like, the, the, his father was like a, I forget what his father did and you know his father left his life a long time ago was he a white man? yeah or? white man oh, okay, okay. always on the horse with the hat and but then at later on in the film we see that image that we kept seeing when the light gets to his face is actually highly Selassie highly Selassie 
mm-hmm. who was uh you know he was like what the uh, he's an Ethiopian Eth- emperor yeah. and Rastafarians believe that he is he's the like the prophet second coming of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ like mm-hmm. they don't believe oh. in Jesus but they believe that Haile Selassie mm-hmm. is what the Westerners think Jesus is. So that's why I was like, it's a whole So that's who he shit. sees on the horse and he's like, come home with me. Oh, before, okay. Oh. Before the end of the film. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, 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 it I ain't a real that. plot point. You know what I'm saying? But right. still, I was trying to, you know. But yeah. from what I understand, see, you didn't understand it. Yeah. I'm, some of y'all might not understand. Of course, like that's why I was like, it'd be funny when people talk about Rasta this, Rasta that. They just associated with weed smoking yeah. or Bob Marley. It's interesting. To or just Jamaica, just Rasta yeah, Jamaica. Like, like when you walk into a Jamaican restaurant and see a Bob Marley poster, run because that means that place is not good. <laughs> that is a fake Jamaican restaurant. Jamaican. Yeah, yeah when you start seeing Bob Marley too much, it's like, yo, that ain't real. Like, see, but that's why you can't trust the food out here because you got to see a highly Selassie eye poster yeah. now. Now you know it's real. You got to see a highly Selassie or. A very hard faced, rude Jamaican woman. And that's how you know <laughs> yeah. oxtails is gonna hit. I raise you one better, a Tafari Makinan poster. That's, that's like a, that's a, a deep, deep cut. cut. That's a deep cut. That's who that's Haile Selassie, but that's before he changed his name. He's a little boy. He has the locks to the back, that's a, all that. That's a you deep see cut. that motherfucker up in somebody's restaurant? Valid. You might have to wait an hour <laughs> to get your food, but it's gonna be good. Wait that Valid. hour. <laughs> But, you know, while we on the subject of, you know, one love, love, we talked about Rita Marley and, mm. and Bob Marley. It is February. It mm. You know, I, now I just want to preface this with this. Uh, I didn't get to record the episode in time for Valentine's Day. I had a, you know, a death in my family. So I had to get out of town for a little bit. But it's still February. Mm. Still Black History Month. And mm. we still celebrating black love. Shout out to everybody that, that celebrated black love on Valentine's Day. And uh, we just wanted to talk about it on on in cinema, black mm-hmm. love in cinema. You know, uh, what what are your thoughts on that, RB? I mean, I mean, I think I think that's something that we should, uh, you know, we we haven't seen a lot. It's not something we've seen until very recently in film yeah. history, yeah. largely because of things like the Haynes Code and all these like weird parameters that you know basically excluded black people from even kissing on screen, <laughs> let crazy. alone like even you know showing actual love and romance and that's uh, the thing too is that i mean there was a good time like you know even 70s and you know up into the 80s where like black love was very transactional it was yeah, like you know pimps and hoes there, like there black exploitation and that you know it, it, that cuts into again the other image of uh how how black love had kind of had to mature and kind of maturate into a, into a new image i feel like mainly in the 90s you know mm-hmm. what i mean i feel like mm-hmm. the 90s really uh, solidify what we our I mean, perception of black you know, love. You know, I would say, I mean, love—it's a form of love, mm. physical love. But I would say she's got to have it. In '86 oh, okay. was the first little inkling mm-hmm. of like seeing mm. black sexuality on screen. People yeah. in love, really enjoying each other's, you know, company. Really, right. where it's just not like I'm the dad and you know you're the mom and we got these kids and you right. know or or a pimp hole, yeah, you know, kind of situation. Or you know, like in if you go back to 1930s and 20s and stuff, you see people like Oscar Michelle yes. was still making like yeah. kind of love films, especially like movies like in our within our gates and stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them were very like conflict heavy, which yeah. you know conflict is good for cinema. Um, but particularly with black people, we have such a uh, polarizing history mm-hmm. with uh our portrayals on screen that's like anything negative it just gets overly amplified and stuff mm-hmm. like that so of course like the early michelle films like within our gates like all that stuff very much dealt with like cheating and infidelity and you know sometimes sometimes frankly like incest but that's just that's just yeah. you know early 1930s hollywood yeah. and michelle just trying to do his own thing yeah but, you know it, i think what we see now is like what um it's like kind of the standard bearer especially like you said 
she gotta have it was like a new kind of introduction into mm-hmm. it. I feel like yeah, like you said, like the nineties, like we go into it like loving basketball, oh, love yeah. jumps, all that stuff really brought in a new kind of language, I feel like, into the conversation. If you ask me, my personal top three in the pantheon, you know, top three examples of black love in film is I start with Boomerang, mm-hmm. Love Jones and Love of basketball. Yeah, I'm not. A, you know, I'm gonna be real with you. I ain't a romantical dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. A, I'm not a romance kind of guy. You know, mm-hmm. especially with a lot of these romance. Like, see, like I can't relate to shit like Titanic. That, ah. that Jack and Rose type of love. I can't relate to shit like that. The Notebook. I had an ex that forced me to watch a Notebook, and I wanted to gouge my eyes out halfway through the movie. I don't like sappy shit like that. But those films, I think, are the most grounded. And it's like, yo, this is real. This is real love, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, in in all of if in all of its imperfections, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at Boomerang. You got Marcus Graham, who is a player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing with that film is that the player gets played. You know what I'm saying? He's out here macking until he meets his match. But then the film turns into a love story somewhere around like the middle of the film. You thinking one character is going one way. You know, this is Boomerang with Eddie Murphy, for those that don't know. Great film, great cast. Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Halle Berry, Dave Allen Grimm, uh, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, John Witherspoon. Who else? Um, Grace Jones. Yeah, directed by Reginald Hudlin. Reginald Hudlin, who was coming off of House Party. And right before he did Bebe's Kids. So, you know, that film, you know, it, it it's it's going one way. It's your typical Eddie Murphy comedy, raunchy comedy or whatever. Eddie Murphy being the wise guy or whatever, like he always he has like he's been since Forty Eight Hours, Beverly Hills Cop. But then somewhere in the film, he and Halle Berry get something going, and then it becomes a love story. You know what I'm saying? Imperfections and all. You know he's a he's still dealing with you know Robin Givens and 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 you know what was very lusty turned into something for him, and she was just like, oh, I'm over it. Like you know what I'm saying? I got what I wanted. And it turned into a love story to where at the end the guy gets the girl again and all that stuff. And it's I love stuff like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't like this overly sappy shit. I just like the real <laughs> shit where it's just like, yo, that really do be happening. Yeah, you know no, what I'm I saying? Feel that. I feel. That. I mean, yeah, it's funny because uh, I mean, I like I like all kinds of romance movies. I mean, I don't know if like is the right word. I was I was raised on them because I was raised on with my mom, so like she will always watch like. All those um, movies, like for you mentioned, Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball is literally like my mom's favorite movie oh, of that's all a, time. That's such is so, yo. Yeah. I I ran that back in preparation for this episode, mm. and I knew it was good. But that is such a good movie. It's such a well made movie. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, was that Gina Prince's first film? Yeah, Gina Prince back to was first film. It's actually premiered. Uh, it wasn't the first premiere. It was one of the first big premieres at the Pan African Film Festival mm. when it came out too. Um, and then, cause the Pan-African was maybe like five years deep or something like that. Um, and yeah, it, it was very, it was hugely influential for her career, but also just for the careers of, of a lot of people. I think it even ended up getting nominated for an independent spirit award. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's, I mean, it's, it's a sensible, it, it came out a little later, 2000. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, you know, the portrayal of romance in it is very earnest and real. Like you were mentioning about Boomerang as well. Um, but it's also... I think it, it does a really good perspective in a dual dual split of it too, yeah. right? Like, whereas I feel like Boomerang, it's just funny because like a lot of movies like Boomerang or like Love Jones, kind of more of a male perspective, and then you got other movies that are like 
more women perspective, like how Stella got her groove back and some other ones. Um, but then well, I think love and basketball is like a perfect like co-inhabitants where but I, you get I could, both side stories pretty equally. I could say that for Love Jones too though. Yeah, yeah, you can say that for Love Jones. Love yeah. Jones, I mean, you get you get the Lorenz Tate character, Neil um Darius and and, and uh Nina. And like you you're getting especially like the scene where they first have sex and it's like they gotta talk about their first date to their friends. And you're literally getting like they kind of ha- like they have similar feelings about this. Like, OK, one, they're both fronting about how they feel about the situation. You know how that yeah. shit goes. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm just hitting. There ain't nothing going on. Man. I'm just I'm just clapping. You know what I'm saying? You fronting for your boys. But really, you got feelings for the joint. Same thing with her. She's just like, oh, girl, like I'm just it's just this and that. They're like, oh, like because women love to play. Men like to play too cool with their boys. Women like to play. Oh, like. I, this is me. I, this is what I do. This is whatever. He thirsty. Yeah, he thirsty. Mm. This is me. This is whatever. And she's talking about it with her friend. And it's like you seeing, like you kind of seeing both sides of it. Even when the conflict starts to happen, you're just like you could like <laughs> you ever watch a movie like that with a woman and it's like mm. you talking to the screen for Darius and she's like no, well you know she's talking to the screen for Nina and I found mm. that that happens a lot in in uh, Love Jones. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Love Jones is very. I mean, I feel like that's a very perfect example of like complicated characters trying to like overcomplicate like relationships or overcomplicate love kind of situation oh and and please nina gets advice on how to deal with men the whole movie from her friend who never has a man throughout the movie yeah hello like why does why is that a situation ladies stop taking it if she don't got a man don't worry about what she's saying yeah you do what you gotta do because it was the scene in the film where you know She's getting ready to go. First of all, her, her X-Man comes back in her life. And she's just mm-hmm. like, oh, he came back around, blah, 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 blah. He wants me to come to New York to kind of, you know, see what's up. And her friend who ain't got no man is like, well, tell Darius. And if he goes crazy, stay back, you know. But if he just act like it's too cool, leave his ass. Mind you, she's acting like, you know, this situation I got with him is nothing. She's playing it off like, oh, this ain't nothing. We just, we just boning. Mm-hmm. We just having fun. But then now it's like, oh, if he don't go crazy to keep you around, just leave his ass. You know what I'm saying? It's just very disposable. Oh, yeah. Just, just, well, that's always one thing about the movie that kind of like confused me a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I first, I actually saw it recently on, you know, they'd be having like those like rooftop cinema shows. I heard like, it was on a rooftop cinema recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Valentine's Day, right? That, yeah, no, it, was, yeah, it was like last year. It was like last year. But okay. Yeah, right, at least I saw it last I think, year. I think they did it again this year. They probably did it again. Yeah. They had yeah. a couple of joints like for Valentine's Day. They had Love and Basketball too, like, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think what I think with, with with Love Jones, yeah, it's it's so funny too. It's the it's the poetry part of it too. Like you know, yes. if you ever met a poet, like they'd be mad overthinkers. They'd be mad mm-hmm. trying to be like deep and intellectual, but really they just like not you know like or these real simple simple kind of dudes like yeah. in their heart of hearts. Yeah, I feel like that's what Lawrence Tate was really getting at. Absolutely, too. Like, he Absolutely. just really wanted to be in a relationship. He just didn't know how to say it. Yeah, like, he was just playing it mad cool, like, yeah, you know, using big words and shit. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, not and but 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 you know, speaking speaking on Love Jones, the direct you mentioned the director of that, Theodore Witcher. Yeah, didn't didn't have any any movies after that. It's funny because I was in. I told you about I was in a mentorship program with Bill Duke mm-hmm. and um. And uh, for a while, and then they uh, they actually had Theodore come in and like guest speak for us. Okay. And, and yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's like the whole idea of like Hollywood just draining you out of <laughs> just just you know just rinsing you out and just thinking like ah oh, it's over like we yeah. don't even like gonna 
Um, and I think that's really heartbreaking because you could genuinely see from a movie like Love Jones, like there was care and compassion oh, taken into it. Absolutely. Uh, but there's not really, there wasn't really an anchoring for original screenplays, at least from, I guess, that guy or that perspective. I don't know what it was, but I think he also tried to write another movie, but then the studio tried to get all involved. See, and this not. is the typical Hollywood story, man. Mm-hmm. And th- and that'll really, like you said, drain somebody out. Mm-hmm. So would they just put their hands up in the air and say, fuck it, I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. I'm going to go make commercials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, but he's not in Hollywood. He's only doing one movie. Yeah. Good one. And an incredible one. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The mu- All the soundtracks for these movies is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Boomerang, Love Jones, Love and Basketball, right. all great soundtracks. <laughs> all these films was handled with care. What's up? With Love and Basketball, uh, I love the scene when the, they're obviously playing basketball. It's like, you know, if we, if we win, I forgot what the stakes were, but they I start. And they, I score, you, scri- you strip. Exactly. That, oh, that scene? Yeah. I and mean, then it's like the, uh, they play like why, uh, uh, women's work from uh, Maxwell. Oh, no, no. That's, that's, I that's, the, that's, last took, that's the last scene. That's the last scene. That shook up virginity, no? No, no. For the no. prom? Nah, nah, that was like later. In what the, song they played when they when it was the no 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 yes and he took yes. a lead. This woman's work was when, when they he, had sex. And he was touching her mad stuff. Yeah, oh that was okay. Which which that scene is funny. You see <laughs> when they're taking off their clothes and the, and they sitting <laughs> on the bed <laughs> and he kind of looks. He kind of sees her breast. He's just like oh. He pulls out his pants. She look at him. She's like, "Oh shit!" He's just looking up, like, "Yeah, yeah, this is deep. It's that deep." You know what I'm saying? But no, that scene where they was playing ball to to the Michelle Michelle Nocello song. I forget. Tell me why or something like that. She ain't slick. That yeah. man's about to get married. Yeah, yeah. You waited all this time, yeah. two weeks before the freaking wedding, to mm. tell him something. Yeah. And then you know he got a bad ACL. Now you want to play him for his heart. Yeah. Right? You think you slick, right? Yeah. So now I thought she was slick with that one. Now right? you, want, yeah. you know that man's on one leg. Now you want to play him for his heart. Yeah. And then, then he beats you, but then his dumb ass, let's double or nothing. Like, oh, bro, fucking just, we. just go get married he, he to Tyra, went, man. What? She, she he wants to be with her. He wants to be with her. Though. Like, he just she wasting yeah. your time now. Uh, but, but I do like that, though, too. Like, um, I love a good coming of age story. Of course. And not only that, like, look at the immaturity of it. Like, oh, let me play for, like, we playing for sex. And it's like, yo, I'm playing for love now. I'm playing for your heart. Like, yeah, no, it was I, the, that, that was just like, that oh, yeah. But, and then, but that's what's, I mean, that's what's also different about love and basketball compared yes. to the other romance movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of them are like guys in their mid twenties or like early thirties meeting women mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. this is one of them generational kind yeah. of stories. So Which really I fuck felt. with. I yeah. fuck with that because it's kind of go back to what Ms. Marrow was saying earlier was like, yo, like this is real. This yeah. is like as real as it gets. Like mm-hmm. you fuck with people, you don't, you fall out with them. You, you fuck like, you know how it go. They say like, you know, if it's really come back around. You mess with them, you fall out, you come back, you fall out, whatever. Like, this is just real. Like, I just, what I like about Love and Basketball, that's just that story, just the reality of it. Like, a lot of us were, especially when you just think about Disney movies, what a lot of us were raised on, like, it's just like some fairy tale shit. It was like, yeah. oh, no, you're going to find the prince. I hate He's that. Gonna, like, this is not real mm-hmm. life. Like, and I don't want to go too up topic, but we already black. We already got mad, different trauma that we don't even deal. Like, we got yeah. trauma that we didn't even ask for. Like, yeah. what did it be in our family? What did it just be culturally? Shit don't ever be a fairy tale. Long story short, Pretty shit much. don't ever be a fairy tale. So Pretty that's why much. I never gravitate towards yeah. things that's just wrapped with the perfect little bowl. Like, yeah, like, so you didn't like top five? Uh, Chris, Chris Rock? Chris Rock? Yeah. I liked it. That felt very fa- fairy tale-y to me, I, though. I, <laughs> I, I, I liked it, but... 
it's not something that I could say I identify with completely. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's 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 cool. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, that just yeah, you made me think about that. <laughs> Literally at the end, she like leaves them the. Uh, Rosario Dawson leaves her in the little like glass slipper and is like, "Come find me." Type, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, "All right, this is like, like see, like shit, like the photograph." Like, I don't remember a thing from that film. The photograph was that one. That I want to say that's a fa- that's like a fairy tale per se. Like they do struggle a little bit in okay, that. A little, but, but it's like, still very. I don't know. We go back to Grace. And that did Issa, who wrote that? No, Issa Rae. Issa, Issa Rae. She stars in she it. Stars in it. Yeah, no, the key Sanfield. Lakeith, but yeah. who wrote it? Uh, I gotta look that up. We gotta look it up. Yeah, the, I mean, I actually enjoyed that but, film. But time out. Stop mm. with this give him grace shit. We are listen, 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 listen. Like art is to be critiqued, of course. So that's course. it. So <laughs> stop, stop with the safety net. You don't need a safety net for everybody. Like, art is to be critiqued. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't remember much about the film. The film was forgettable. <laughs> it's a forgettable film. Oh, you you are entitled to your opinion. Right. I'm not saying like, oh, it's just some black art, so criticize it a different way. No, give it, but I'm just saying just be All right, over, but, but I'm <laughs> telling you it was a forget. That's all I'm saying. So for me, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't go there for me. Would you like to see Ethan starring like in a romance film again? Yeah, I would. I, yeah. No, because she's first of all, she's beautiful, and mm. I do like her personality, her charisma on screen. You know, mm. her, her and Lakeith actually match up kind of well mm-hmm. on paper mm-hmm. that's funny it, on paper they do on paper yeah, they, in that movie. listen i'm gonna tell you i'm, I'm gonna keep it listen i play sports you know i mean i watch sports used to play so watch them the photograph is like the 1999 houston rockets I'm weak. on paper you got hakeem olajuwon mm. charles barkley scotty mm. pippen I'm weak. can you tell me anything they did in that one season Facts. i mean you know i'm not i'm not saying it's a bad film it's just no it just it didn't give me anything. To, I didn't oh, yeah. walk out the theater with anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's just like, oh, I, I, nah, I, just, I watched yeah. some black people kiss and some jazz, and okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cute. Yeah. Mm. And I, I haven't seen it since. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I barely remember the plot. You oh know? yeah, I did. I did see it. It's funny. You, now that you mentioned, I did see it Valentine's Day, twenty twenty. I, I don't oh, remember me too. Either, me but, too. Yeah, I don't remember much of it. Either. I did. I remember liking it. I just don't remember. I guess you exactly. Right, it just plot. it's forgettable. Yeah. It's just like I'm sorry. Respectfully, it's forgettable. Stella. Stella Mag Maghi, Stella Mackey or okay. Stella Maghi. That's Shout the director writer mm-hmm. of it. So it was. I think yeah, it was it was okay. But yeah. it, it's funny. Issa Rae was in that other one. I think it was the Lovebirds or whatever with uh, Camille Nanjiani. Yes, yes. That was funny though. That, that was, was funny. that was funny. That yeah, was that funny. Was funny. Um, but speaking of speaking of like this kind of like the newer era romance movies, right? Like mm. there's a photograph. There's um. Uh, there's uh Beyond the Lights also from Gina Prince Bite the Wood. That was Nate Parker. Yeah, that was really that was really t- talking about like celebrity and yeah. influence of celebrity and stuff like that. I was surprised by that one. I was surprised how good that one was. Yeah, like, that was great. Yeah. That was phenomenal. And then um also shout out to uh to Rye Lane. Um this is one that was on Hulu, it was like British black people in this one. Mm. Um I actually saw it earlier in the year, but I saw it during this time when I was like watching a lot of movie and watching like a lot of like foreign films. So it kind of all wrapped up into like that, like foreign film category for me. So I, I don't know why I didn't pay that much attention. Like when we're doing our year end list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know my girl, Sabrina, um, not my girl, but like my home girl, Sabrina, mm-hmm. um, we did our top 10 list and she put Riley Lane like on her top 10. Okay. So I rewatched it, you know, in preparation for this episode and it's really, really good. Like it's a really, really good, it's a rom-com, but it's like these British people and it's mad expressive, like super mm. creative terms of like they have a lot of like wide angle shots like a lot of just scenes like right from the opening sequence you're like oh this is a weird movie but they're like they're all in for it for like the weird it's not like over the top or sci-fi or anything it's just like a normal rom-com but just very 
expressionist and very like okay. fun. But Ryland, if y'all haven't checked that out on on Hulu, like right. definitely recommend that one. Um, and that that kind of reminds. There were some other ones like that came out recently too. Black Black Rome. Oh, Jordan. Uh, 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 Letters to Jordan or or, or Journal Den- for Jordan. That's the Denzel joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. That yeah, came, that came and went out of theaters. Like it was real quiet. It was super quiet. It came out like Christmas twenty twenty one or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I I saw that one too. It was good. It's like a standard romance movie. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um. Dear John from with, with Channing Tatum oh, and all God, that. Yeah, literally, it's like it's like that with black people. Just like black, a black dear John. Yeah, like you know, soldier um, away in, in the war. His his baby mom is at home. Like mm. they write letters to each other, mm. stuff like that. How they how they met, how they fell in love, and yes, yeah, it's, it's one of them kind of movies. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's cool. But, okay, yeah, man. But it, but 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 we talked about Jamaica earlier, and we didn't even speak on how Stella got a groove back. Uh, is Ty Diggs giving the Jafakin and Natter? What's good? Ty like? Diggs, yeah, but but you know that one infamously is remembered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the true story of that film is that you know Terry McMillan, the author of Waiting to Exhale, mm-hmm. wrote about her you know tryst out in Jamaica with her ex husband mm-hmm. that uh, ended up being on the down low. Yeah, so it kind of turned oh. to a Tyler Perry film in real oh, life. Yeah, yeah, no, honestly, you yeah, know? yeah. Damn. So that one is like, yeah, and I remember, I remember sisters was re- like, my mom had the book. Like, yeah, uh. I feel like that was like a big conversation piece back when it came out. That and Wayne to Exhale, of course, you know? Yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen How Stella Got Grew Back in a long time. Yeah. Um, that's just another one that I know my mom was super oh, into. Oh, of course. That, that's, like, yeah, that's her, that's her, that's her era for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know and just Angela. I mean, it's, it's funny because a lot of times it's like following young young men on their like journey to right. find love how Stella got grew back is like kind of following a, an older woman yeah even though it's kind of sick in, in the 90s 30s it was like an older woman yeah yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's like her she 38 kinda... she old as fuck yeah right? you know because right? by 21 you had a house yeah, shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah right? three no, kids. Which, which, but yeah funny you say that like i'm watching i'm watching love jones and these people was like working in record shops and they have apartments. Yeah. Right? 90s shit. Like, you know, you can't do that. That that movie does not translate today. Well, it's like so. Poetic Justice. Like, Tupac just driving. He, like, he's like, he's like uh, delivering the mail and he's like, yeah, I make, I got that good money. I'm making 21000 yeah. a year. Like, I'm like, what? It's like, what? Like, that's a crazy, but this is really off topic, but, uh, but relevant as far as just like, I think art is suffering because of that. Because a mm. lot of people literally can't afford to be artists. Like back in the mm. day, like the cost of living wasn't that high. Where you like, you do some little bullshit job, do something, whatever. You could pay your rent and still eat, and like you know, mm. have time to create. Nowadays, like creative gotta like just be as on the grind as a corporate person, and they get penny pinched while they're yeah. creating. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and then as they be like, I, I'm just talking about a um a starving artist, basically. The today's starving artists got a full time job, and yeah. then they got to create in between that. So I think art is suffering because of that these days. But that's neither here nor there. But yeah. it's interesting to say that like you could have a little bullshit job back in the nineties and still keep a sustainable cost of living, like apartment, just mm-hmm. the the normal things you need to get to the next day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's no. the, you're talking about like now, like a lot of times it's either you have a full time job and you're doing. Your, your creative stuff on the side or you you know you don't got a full-time job and you spend so much time stressing out being broke or stressing out like Hello. trying to make money other ways they can't even be focused on your career Hello. You know what I mean? so, yeah. yeah yeah it's just it's that's real man that's real that's real but uh, i say it's relevant just because you were just talking about the recent uh you know move like mm. uh romance movies and things like that i was like damn why 
not that creativity has peaked, but it's like, what, what, can we get some real good stories? Like some stories, you know, telling, I mean, this is relatable in the X, I guess. This outside the scene outside, you ain't gonna tell that shit in a movie. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't tell. Love Jones looks like a fairy tale compared to what the fuck is going on outside right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's nasty. It's nasty outside. It's nasty, yeah, nasty yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm you here. got it, it's the it's the battle of the sexes. You know, the mm-hmm. women, the women trying to one up the men, mm-hmm. trying to be like, well, I'm on to games, so I'm playing too. And then the men, mm-hmm. they playing too, but now the men are sassier nowadays mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's too much Drake or what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The men are extra sassy today, so they like popping their gums. They they might as well start doing that shit. That's how they act in relation to the women. And just to piggyback off something you said earlier about Love Jones with her homegirl like giving her advice. Well, if he act like this, shorty, you don't got no men. But then today, when you do find a rarity of a married woman that's like, you know, a millennial or something, a Gen Z married woman, and they're giving you advice, she'll pick me. Now mm. she's like, oh, she a pick me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. If you, if, if you do things the right way, you will pick me now. Like, you know if, you, if you got if a you man, decide- you got a husband, and then she's giving you advice. Like, well, I got a husband because I didn't do ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. She a pick me, but then your homegirl who can't never keep a man. She valid. Fact. She's like, real. I thought the goal. I mean, that's if your goal is to get married. Well, you know, but whatever. My thing is, the streets nasty. Y- period. You you go and and you go shack up with uh, uh, Omar that work at Foot Locker. And you want him to move in with you. If you decide, oh, let's go half and half, she'll pick me. <laughs> you trying to help him? What you want him to do everything? <laughs> she'll pick yes, me. Yes, John. Like, yes. They want you to do everything. Yes. We have to. Like, my, you're well, a man. My father did. Motherfucker, you, I'm not your father. You're well, a man. That, do everything. Well, see, and that's, that's, that's what's also like kind of causing this disillusionment in, yeah. in the dating scene yeah. as well. Because a lot of black people, unfortunately, don't have two parent households. Yeah. So we're not yeah. seeing, yeah. seeing that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. these movies are fairy tale compared yeah, to what's going on nowadays and that's why yeah. you're not really getting stories like that and when you do you get you know watered down versions of love jones called the photograph I'm fucking <laughs> sorry what? well see it, i think the fo- getting movies like the photograph is definitely better than getting movies like baby boy i think oof <laughs> we, don't, we do not Facts. need a baby boy. That's a yeah, toxic yeah. love that's story. A black, that's a black love, you know what There's I mean? No, like, yeah. right? With all respect to John Singleton, let's keep that out the conversation, please. Yeah. <laughs> that is not love. Do we, do we put do we put party justice in the conversation though, or? I think you can because it's another rocket. Yes, it's a, he, uh-huh. he he marketed. He called it a street romance. That's what they call yeah. it in the posters and stuff like that. I, I and I think you can because it's very real. You know, rough around the edges type of love, but they came to it at the end. Like you know, they mm-hmm. they saw each other through. They told each other "fuck you" like about eighty times. In oh one yeah, scene, yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, bitch. But fuck yeah. you, fuck you. But like you know, that happened. But mm-hmm. I guess you know she she cleaned his, his fingernails and stuff like that, and they came around to it by the end. Yeah, no, they did, they did. I, I do, I do appreciate. It. Just like you said, that's kind of like again, like you mentioned, like the. We in the '90s is only an era where you get like a mailman and a, some yeah. some some you know um, I forgot what uh, Janet Jackson was she doing she was a hair she a hairdresser hairdresser so it's like they not making that much money but they not they she not really fighting about she money. had a house in the movie exactly mm-hmm. exactly exactly mm-hmm. so, I was like what he do nah, right. like, nah but you a mailman you a bum like yeah. come on like you know, <laughs> that, that, because that sister, that sister that was on that went viral mm-hmm. you know if he a bus driver. I can't date no bus driver. <laughs> like bus drivers make like Wait, a pretty, pretty no, decent no, amount. no, no. Out here in LA, let me just say so real quick. 
they paying people like 18 American dollars, 18 to 20 dollars an hour to drive the bus out here in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's not the worst money. I was going to say, like, bus driving is not like that's the worst. That's OD. Yeah, I mean. That's OD. Like, <laughs> the butt, like, what? Like, that's in LA. In New York, I think you get a salary, like, it's something different, a little bit more is money, it, whatever. That was more but, money? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. But it's New York. Like, I mean, shit is expensive here, too. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I the thing that. is, I just want to be fair also. Like, we could talk about, like, we are viewing outside from, like, an internet perspective. But yeah. I'm, like, you know, you guys are, like, solid with and y'all with your partners and stuff like that i'm still outside a little bit so when i do mm-hmm. be meeting women and things like that it do be cool where it's just like the internet should be a lot it's a lot of noise you know what i'm saying because when i do meet people i meet a lot of, of reasonable women like it's not that deep so mm-hmm. let me just be fair and say well, that i want to go like it's straight washed out are here people that live off the internet though no i have <laughs> but in in my day and i meet people who like carbon copy of the internet what the fuck like i thought this only existed on the internet but Mm. so you know it's a little ups and downs but i could honestly say there's more ups than downs when it comes to like dating like you know like we gonna matter. I don't even want to talk yeah, about. So let's, let's, let's yeah, let's let's wrap that like, up with a bow. Yeah, you can't nah. make that movie today. Yeah, nah. you can't, you can't <laughs> yeah. make that today. But you are gonna have an Instagram love story today? I would. Yo, I was just about to say that. Like, lo- I still feel love exists in our time, though. Like, me and my girl, I on Instagram. So, I mean, look, yeah, same. Like, I, and this is not. Listen, I got two kids off of Twitter. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, but that's what I'm getting at. Let's like, tell love, these love. You can get love everywhere. Yeah, but, let's but, tell these stories. Like, they do exist. So, I'm just saying, like, where are the people writing these type of stories? Where it's just like, you know, like, there's still love thriving and existing in this time we yeah, in. Like, yeah. where the yeah. new classics at? That's all. I'm saying, yeah. but you know, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's it's. Let's let's look at the climate of film too. Yeah, yeah, these, these small stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah it's going yeah. straight to streaming. Steven Spielberg yeah. said this almost like no over like, a decade, over ago. a decade, 2011. Ago. He said the tempo films was gonna was gonna be running this shit, mm, and we know? here, and, and this is exactly where we are now. Granted, there's a lot of eyes on the Netflixes and stuff like that, mm, but then uh, now look. Netflix with this ad tier shit, they you know they gonna be paywalling shit. They making mm-hmm. it more difficult for you even to get to the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Can't even share a password no more neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes it weird. Mm-hmm. I will say though, like there are some people still doing it. Like I think, uh, um, like I said, Gina Prince Bythe was still to this day. Yeah. Uh, uh, her most recent again, uh, well. Her most recent film was, I think, the old, or Woman King. So not really romantic. Yeah. Um, but like um, Malcolm, the the Malcolm the MLK and X joint that mm-hmm. they did, very much like I even asked her during the interview they, uh, about how they prioritize love in the show because it's very it's almost basically like co-starring Coretta Scott King and Betty Shabazz. So mm-hmm. they they went very much out of their way to make the wives a more prominent story. So Gina Prince Bright was still doing that. I feel like Barry Jenkins is doing that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, even with you know, even um, Moon, Moonlight is a romance yes. movie. Yes, um, yes. It's, it's, Let, let's know. let's keep let's put that in the conversation for sure. Because I like I like I said I think did we go see Moonlight together? I believe we did. Pause, in New York. by the way. Yeah, we, right. Or like, <laughs> but yeah. we definitely. I to think be fair, we, I saw it with another dude too. Okay, so, so we good. So but not. But no, but like, hold on one second. But like, <laughs> I applaud that film yes. for the 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 lengths it took to tell yes. the story. One to tell. Yes. I think I mentioned in the episode previously. You know, anytime there was homosexuality expressed mm-hmm. in in black art, it was usually comedy. Mm-hmm. Or if it was serious, it was a little niche. It was kind of pushed to the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Watermelon Woman is one example of like mm-hmm. an indie, like just kind of off the grid. Um, Spike did it, teased it, and get on the bus. You knew that they yeah. were gay, but 
he didn't go all the way with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was not the right hand to go all the way with it. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, um, but Moonlight definitely did go there. And that was a good, a, a really, a, that's bla- a great example of black love. I was just about to say, like, um, when we were talking, when y'all talking earlier, it had came up. I thought y'all was doing like classic 90s, but Moonlight is black love in more than one, more ways than one. Because you even remember like the subplot with his moms. Yeah. And then like when, um, I still get chills off that that scene when uh it's like the ending of the movie. You know when she's uh she's in the rehab, rehab yeah, and then he's talking about her, and, like he's talking to her and stuff. It wasn't too much dialogue in that in that scene, but it was just like it's nothing but love there because you know they loved each other yeah. and they're just like hard just because of both of their shortcomings, not shortcomings, but you know, what well, her with the yeah. with the drug addiction and then him with the homosexuality, like, all these things that we already deal with. In the black community, that's already tough to deal with. There was no words; it was just love there, and that shit was like mad beautiful. And yeah. you know, just even the story with him and the dude, like mm. that's the reality. So All that's right. why, I like, like that's another saying, one like, that's like yeah. generational. Yes, like, young, and then they yes. build up. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's the reality of it too. And it's just it's a beautiful story, like beautiful movie, yeah. beautiful movie, like yeah. definitely a good best, love best story. Picture winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mahershala Ali, I mean, he was yeah. only in the movie for like 30 minutes. Yeah. But yeah. Murdered in that. In nah, that. word. They all did good. Everybody. Everybody. And then, I mean, of course, like Barry Jenkins went on to do another romance film. Bill uh, Street. Bill yeah. Street Could Talk from, oh, nice, adapted nice. from, from James Baldwin's mm-hmm. play, which I also think is, it's, it's a really good romance, it's a really good romance movie. It's almost more of a social issues mm-hmm. uh, drama, or social, yeah. social drama mm-hmm. to and, a certain point. And this point. is weird that some people are sensitive about that so they might not put it on the list of black love mm. things because of that you mm. know what i'm saying mm. but yeah. which is whack yeah exactly right. exactly i still i still really enjoy i mean because i think the first like first half or first third of it is very much like centered on them falling in love and like mm. them i think that's the you know nice sweet part of it but then it goes into him going to jail and then also she being pregnant i mean obviously the scene that i love the most in bill she could talk i think a lot of people love is when the sisters are when the the uh his the homies his sisters are arguing with homegirl after she re- realizes that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So then um, uh, Regina King starts defending him. Oh, forgot uh, Coleman Domingo like yeah. as the uh, as the father in that. And Regina King won the Oscar for Bill Street, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just all of them just eating those performances up really, really well. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, man, it's, it's Barry Jenkins. He really mm-hmm. g- keeps his 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 mm-hmm. his ear and his eye mm-hmm. close to 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 the heart of black people, mm-hmm. black romance. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So Absolutely. I really yeah. I really dig that. Absolutely. Because even like back to Moonlight, real quick. Like mm-hmm. I forgot like that scene when they were younger. Like I think it was the middle scene. Um, what's his name? Ashton. When he was yeah, I know that know. dude was basically playing him and stuff. And he was at the beach. Mm. And that was just a moment of love right there. Not even mm-hmm. because of the kiss or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was just more so because what is love but expression? Yeah. And I felt like they both felt so free and uh, vulnerable at that point. It was like, I cried so much. I am the ocean. I was like, oh my God. Like, it's just real love. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, like, that's black love. Like, yeah. in a nutshell, it's like, yo, like, not like we need to find somebody to pull our traumas to. Nah, just like, in this world where we treated especially in this country where we treated the way we treat it and we could find love and find a uh, t- uh, space to be vulnerable with somebody mm. beautiful. Like that's black love, like mm. in the midst of all it is, 
I can just be vulnerable with you through this and mm. then get through it with you. I feel like that beach moment, all that was expressed. Absolutely. So, new clap. I just said, well, these new stories. I mean, that was like 2016 now, but, yeah, but that's still, a classic. No, like, that's absolutely. a new classic. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they got some other some other stuff too. You, can, you have to find it, but there was one mm. Sylvie's Love that came out. I heard it's on Amazon that. Prime. Mm. That one was really nice with Tessa Thompson. Mm. Um, yeah, there's there's some stuff that comes out every now and then. Uh, I know Netflix got mad mad at those. Tubi, you know, what I mean, for sure. But yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I think Tubi you might find something like Baby Boy. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Tubi. <laughs> but then I, you know, I also think about rom coms too. Like, there's not a lot of black rom coms now, no. but definitely also during the '90s was peak like Booty Call. Like, Booty Call is funny. He's doing the Martin Luther King impression. Oh my god, tan, tan of Booty Call, yo, Booty Call is just a. It's just the epitome. Like, I could just see an older black person in the 90s like, what is this coonery and buffoonery? What is this booty call? <laughs> you know? But it's shit that we grew up on, so we mm. love it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I can see I can see people being upset with it or not really thinking it's the best representation of black love. But, you know, it, it all it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh I uh I do want to see more of it in, in the forefront, like, you know, in cinemas. I want I want to see more. I would like to see it more as in like an event experience. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. Only, Cause I remember mm-hmm. when my mom went to go see Love Jones. I remember it was mm-hmm. kind of the, the spirit was like, Yo, we out to go see this. Mm-hmm. Like people were excited to go see mm-hmm. that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By the way, Neil, yo, when was the last time you watched Love Jones? Uh, well, yeah, last year. Last Neil Nia Long. Yeah. When Gorgeous. we talk about Neil Long, her as Nina and Love, I think that's the best she was ever shot on film. She mm. is beautiful mm-hmm. her performance mm-hmm. is great her performance is very subtle she is beautiful in every single frame of that film and let's be real Lorenz Tate anytime I think about him I think of his character Darius it was just like the boyish mm. look the boyish charm like yeah. just just perfect same and same with love and basketball this is why these are like in my upper tier of, of mm-hmm. black love films because Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps the chemistry was mm-hmm. just incredible mm-hmm. which is crazy because when they read for the role the director didn't know that they were dating at the time. They kept mm-hmm. it. They kept it oh, away they from were? her. Oh, yeah. really? oh, that's oh they that kept. They kept it from her to you know. But it worked. Uh-huh. It it worked. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a lesser degree, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was always the wise guy in his films, and I think he played to he played up the sex symbol thing for Boomerang. Whereas in uh, Love and Basketball and Love Jones, it was just naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like an organic thing. You bought into those characters and their relationships and their chemistry. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and shout out to the, to the cast of Love and Basketball and Love and, and Love Jones because there's a lot of people in those movies. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm well, watching. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, there's yeah, there, there's very few like ensemble black romance movies. Uh, I think those are definitely one of them. I think personally, The Best Man is like a good. That's another one. Ensemble That's romance another, film. And you know, and mm-hmm. you know what? Like I was saying last night as I was watching uh, Love Jones and Love and Basketball. That was a moment in Black Hollywood where it was like the same people. It was almost, in everything. In everything. Mm-hmm. It was like the small pool of people that was just getting all the roles and stuff like that. Because in Love and Basketball alone, I mean, you look at Love and Basketball, you see Sanaa Lathan. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union has a very small role That's in that right. film. Mm-hmm. You know, Boris Kojo has a very small role in that film. Uh, <laughs> Regina Hall, who, mm-hmm. who plays her sisters in a few scenes. Mm-hmm. Monica Calhoun, who plays... You know, the girl he was trying to get with at one point, she ends up in the Players Club, the best man, best man mm-hmm. holiday. She's mm-hmm. in the film. You blink and you miss her. It's just all <laughs> these little bit of people. I love Jones. Before he went off the deep end 
Isaiah Washington. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> then he went calling people the F word on Grey's Anatomy and became a Trumper. Wild. And you do Christian shit now too, right? Yeah, well that's his audience. <laughs> when you become <laughs> a Trumper, that's the only people that's checking for you. Mm-hmm. You know, Lisa Nicole Carson, who was in Jason's lyric, Ali McBeal. Uh, life. She played had a little itty bitty role in life, and then eventually she left Hollywood because she had bipolar disorder. Mm. Um, yeah, Brother Man from Drumline is in is in Love Jones. You know, uh, the the villain in Drumline, mm. the, the, the the bald brother. Right, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, they they yeah they. I mean, I feel like yeah they they really were like it was you know oh kind of like oh, how Tyler Perry. Can like, I can I say something real quick? Mm. Bill Bellamy is an asshole in Love Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, you uh, first of all, Nia Long, she's an asshole too for even doing that. Mm. Let me, let me, let me, you know, if you've seen it, you've seen it. You know, she's dating <laughs> Lorenz Tate. Mm. They separate, whatever. She comes back in town. She see Lorenz is with another chick. She decides to move on. So you go with his friend, <laughs> and then even the friend you coming around like, yeah, you see my new joint. Yeah, like, shame on him. Yeah, more than he, anything. You know, he's remind. Just remind me of uh, uh, Wesley and Mo Better Blues. Shadow mm-hmm. Henderson, just a right. dirty mm-hmm. Mac ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> That's just, it's just terrible. Watch out for them type of dudes. Yeah, because yeah. look, mm-hmm. he did a dirty at the end. Mm-hmm. You know when she when he when he invited her to the party and then she seen that all the friends was there and they looking at her like girl like, and she's like oh you know she comes back she tells Bell Bellamy like why would you invite oh walk then walk <laughs> you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. just crummy crummy dudes but yeah I just wanted to say that Bill Bellamy played that role too good because he looks like an <laughs> asshole I'm but weird. I know that you know he's he seems to be a good guy but just his <laughs> his persona is just it, he Matt he played that character too well too yeah. Well. I mean, he, he, sometimes you need a good villain in like a and like some rom coms. Yeah. Like I know for uh, for me, like the best rom com villain is actually uh, Loretta Devine and Jump in the Room. Uh, Jump oh, in the Room, like the, the evil mom. I like, haven't seen that in so long. Oh man, it's so 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 wild. I yeah. mean, as somebody who like you know was like a you know was raised by my mom, like I definitely am like that's a nightmare scenario. Like your mom trying to interfere with your wedding. Yeah, that ain't, yeah, that ain't, yeah. That ain't it. <laughs> Um, but man, I mean, but also you're talking about last time there was an event. I feel like the last event event in terms of like a black rom black romance or black romance comedy, honestly, it was probably think like a man. Um, in, in uh, 2012, yeah. <laughs> cause I... that was, that had Regina Hall that had, yeah. um, Kevin yeah. Hart, which was like big at the time, but also written by Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? He wrote the books. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's not make us talk about a whole different thing. What, did, we, what did I say that. about women talking to men? I mean, talking to, to women that don't have no man. Steve Harvey, if you look into his marriages, he's the last person who should be telling you how to think in any situation. And why is he even giving women the sauce? Who are you? Yeah. It's your big ass mustache. And your toupee. How you got a toupee fade? Yeah, that shit is nuts. And then, like, Steve Harvey, like, imagine Shorty coming to you talking about, yeah, Steve Harvey said, <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey. According to Steve Harvey, like what? the brother on Family Feud. But I also, what? I also couldn't. I, I with those films, man. You I don't just, like the John Legend song. And the- no, not even that. I just remember. I just remember going to see the Best Man Holiday, and they showed the trailer for I think the second thing, like a man. Yeah. And Kevin Hart was just <laughs> mugging. It was like. It, I'm telling you, like he was in every frame of that trailer. You, would, you wouldn't have thought, you wouldn't have thought that anybody else was in the movie. And then it's so funny because as the trailer ends, it's like this summer, and it shows this summer. Then he comes, yeah, go see it this summer. Oh, like, fucking <laughs> yo, he breaks through the screen. It's like, yo, please, on some Looney Tune shit, please leave me alone, Kevin Hart. So I stayed. I'm not on front. I kind of stayed away from it. Kevin Hart. 
he just much respect to him. I just you know he just do too much for me. Haley, you gonna tell me to give him grace? You gonna tell me to give him grace now? Listen, son. <laughs> Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen. I I I I mess I mess with the first one at least, but but yeah, the best man best man best man holiday. Even the best man TV show that they. I had, need to see that. Still. That was really I good on Peacock. That. that was, was really, really Robert good. Townsend. I heard was directing episodes and starring in it. He did. He did. Yeah, and he yeah, yeah he played out. um one of their one of their parents. It was really nice. Um, you know, I I don't know how you feeling, but I feel like there's also room for the conversation. Like you said, movies that don't work. I feel like Malcolm and Marie is a prime example Ooh. of a movie. <laughs> that is not. Listen, <laughs> if you like plays, stage plays, you like which I liked how I do. it was constructed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But boy, <laughs> that movie's toxic. And then don't don't have an argument with your lady. Patch up and then go see that film. Oh, it's just like <laughs> just start bringing. It's back. like ripping the bandaid off. The you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just a lot. It's a lot. So I I I like it. Ow, that one is a little. I don't know. <laughs> Malcolm Marie is a lot, dog. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a heavy movie. I remember watching that early. Like I went to a, remember the uh, it was in the lockdown. Yeah, it was. So that I went was. to see that. I went to a drive-in, yeah, drive-in right off Hollywood to go see that. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, nah, that's the tough one. That's the toughie. Yeah. Especially yeah, if you argue with your with your, with your significant other a lot. Th- to me, like that that one is not good. Queen and Slim doesn't really work oh, for me God. as much. Um, you know, the, it's a girl the sex Lena scene. Wade. The sex scene during the oh, speaking of Lena Waite. <laughs> The sex scene during the protest was nasty, and then, and then speaking of Lena Waithe, she had the audacity to go in and redo Boomerang. Oh, really? They did. They did a reboot of Boomerang, a TV show on BET. Oh, really? Which oh. she tried to turn Marcus Graham into a Me Too situation, which lets me know she didn't understand what the fuck she was watching when she watched the original Boomerang. Mm. Marcus Graham mm. is a womanizer, yeah, but he wasn't creepy mm-hmm. he wasn't mm-hmm. rapey if anything eartha kitt's character was towards him <laughs> lady eloise <laughs> was the one she was literally lady eloise he wanted to talk about he wanted to marcus graham wanted to talk about work lady eloise was like come to my crib right and right mark and she got the she got the, the 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 you know whatever on she ain't but she had sex with him right by the way i heard that's how eartha kitt was really moving i know like, i know <laughs> yeah. eartha, eartha kitt was moving she was but let the joints tell her she's progressive right <laughs> another combo for another day all right because much love to Earth the Kid, you know, black cat woman, love her. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But listen, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know you have brought up Wayne's Sex Hell at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne's Sex No, that is not a black rock. That's not, it's not black love. That's what my mom recommended. I uh, love, no, don't get me wrong. I love Wayne's Sex Hell. Uh, uh. But is there any good man in that movie? <laughs> Every man is a villain in that movie, dog. True. Starting true. with Michael Beach, who I started hating because of that movie. <laughs> I wanted to see him die in Saw 10 because of that movie. Uh, John Carlo Esposito pops up as Loretta Devine's husband mm, mm. and he turns out to be gay. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, let me think. Uh, Leela Rashan? Yeah, Wendell Pierce was the, the, the thick brother. Oh, Wendell B. Yeah, 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 the thick brother yeah. that she... He ended up being like kind of funny style. Uh, McKelty Williamson was... You know, he has a, a famous meme now that's just like, you know... He's cursing that out from the balcony. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Then you get Wesley Snipes, who comes into Angela Bassett's life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Bernadette. Da, 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 da. 
Oh, by the way, I'm married. Yeah. Too. You know, my wife is dying. <laughs> Yo, damn. Like, is there yeah. any good... Gregory Hines is good in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know. I mean, listen, I think that's just what how women... You know, how a lot of women... Not all women, but how some women's dating experiences oh, of really, course. really go through, you know? Yeah, what I mean? but that like, it, but that it, I don't know if I want to put that in the black love comedy. Yeah. It's so crazy because you see the poster, they all like, you yeah. know, they all, it looks like a beautiful sisterhood, you know? And the movie's a horror movie for a man, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's so funny. My mother, my mother, I was, Wednesday Excel came out, what, the end of 95? Mm. I was seven, mm. going on uh, eight. My mother took me to go see that. Mm-hmm. But she went to go see it. I had to go with her. Yeah. To go see Wind Takes Hill at the Waverly Twin in in, in uh in the village, which is now the IFC Center, right across the street from the West Fourth basketball courts. I went there to go see Wayne Hill. What an experience. Just a bunch <laughs> of black women hooting and hollering and that shit. Yeah, he yeah. ain't shit, girl. <laughs> that dumped that movie and obsessed with Beyonce with two of the oh. most I went to see Obsessed with Beyonce in the Chelsea. Now, if anybody know about Chelsea area of Manhattan in New York, it's very gay. So, there was a lot of queens in that theater, okay? And when Beyonce started wilding out on Idris, on, on, on uh, I think Ali Larder was yeah. with Ali. Yo, yes! Like, it was all of that. It was the same experience, man. So... Yeah, Gregory Hines, that's the one who, like, got with Loretta or something, yeah. right? Did they end up, like, did he propose or some shit? Or was it, like... I don't know about if he proposed, but I know the, he got with her. Oh, like, that was the only, like, positive thing from that movie. Positive yeah. relationship yeah. from that movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah Can yeah. we uh, speak about Crooklyn being a black love? Or that's... But see, let's see. That's it comes as transactional. Like, yeah, I was just about to know? say you said certain earlier, so I didn't want to bring it up. It's, it's, it's that like, one is more. Yeah, it's just happening because we married. Already. Yeah, it's exactly. not a falling in love thing. Yeah, but marriage is hard. So it's no, something it to acknowledge that they would still. But the film doesn't done. focus on their love, true, so to speak. True, true. Neither, so I wouldn't really count that. You know? True. Fair. All right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, the 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 other end of the traumatic side is the Why Did I Get Married uh, series as well, too. Like, you see, uh, <laughs> which I I, I must say, the first one is probably the only Tyler Perry film that I'm like, yeah, this is this is good. It was, it was a good amount of mess. It's funny. It's pretty. Yo, funny. I can't believe. I just always just die when um homeboy just jumps up from the table and starts joking. <laughs> oh girl, what's I forget? Yeah, oh um, girl's name, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frick, it was Michael Jai White. That was choking. Yeah, Michael Jai White, exactly. I forget. And it made Jill Scott climb all the way up that mountain. Like, I'm like, yo, how about, this the, is... how about Malik Yoba dying in the second film? Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Janet Jackson crying all hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it made me look. I wanted, yo, that's so sad because like I want to laugh at that, but then Janet was like, oh, this is filmed like the day after Michael died or oh, whatever. So yeah. she just kind of brings some real so, to it, but. It was just like in the in the context of the movie, it just it made me laugh. You know, Tyler Perry's behind that. You know, he's in Video Village. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> smash that table. Yes. <laughs> then I'm gonna make it better by having the Rock pop up and save save your life by the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, yeah no, what that second one was just terrible. That was just <laughs> terrible, terrible. Man. But that's you know, listen, man. We talked about black love. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. This is black love on film. I hope we get more um more mainstream titles and opportunities you know for for more people to see you know so mm-hmm. we ain't not we're not digging oh i gotta have paramount plus to see this show i gotta yeah, have this mm-hmm. to do, like mm-hmm. i want us to you know the communal experience especially in situations like this is, is always 
fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all get to watch a movie together. I would love to see a Valentine's Day just not nah, black people going to the movies with their loved ones mm-hmm. to go see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still go see some fly shit. Which, you know, again, the photograph... That that that, that was kind of the that, that was moment. yeah that was yeah. A, the moment a little bit you know what I'm saying a lot so of people were happy for it yeah brown brown sugar had a little brown that sugar, also sugar. Valentine's Day but, but that's what I'm saying that that era that mm. era had also it, had man. a good soundtrack yeah another one, soundtrack most another, yeah. another one with a good soundtrack mm-hmm. Erica Badu love yeah. my life you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah man we gotta bring back good soundtracks man yeah. yeah. Hey June, we got you know June is Black Music Month. We could have oh. this, we could have this convo again around that time. But yeah, yeah, bring back, bring back the soundtracks, all mm-hmm. of that, man. Let's just let's let's get more more Black love, man. Let's mm-hmm. get more Black love out there. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to thank Aloe for coming out. You know what he took he, he trekked it trekked it to uh, Compton with me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel, <laughs> I, re- I have so many raps in my head about Compton that I can't even get one out right now. But yeah. <laughs> Insert Compton rap lyric here. Well, <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Where can the people find you? You can hit me on Instagram, Twitter, all the same. Uh, TikTok, at Aloe Adventures. That's A-L-O-E-A-D-V-N-T-R-S across every platform. All platforms. Okay. Same shit. What up? Holla at me. Holla at me. Holla at the puppet. You don't see me. Y'all gonna okay. see me here again. We gonna ch- travel to talk shit. Yeah, 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 Bastard. yeah. Bastard. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and that was, you know, that's episode nineteen. We gonna come back. You know, we gonna come back soon. I, I, uh, I told RB I promise to do this more weekly. We gotta, we gotta do this, this, this more often. I'm gonna be gone soon. Uh, as of next week, I'll be in New York, but that's not gonna stop the pod. Mm. We will still mm-hmm. be coming at you, and hopefully weekly. We we'll see how brother's schedules work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, but. I'm Mr. Marin. You can catch me on Twitter, IG, Mr. Marin Knows, M-R-M-A-R-I-N-K-N-O-W-S. And you can also catch, you know, uh, Real Talk Film Society on uh, on IG, R-E-E-L, Talk Film Society. On Twitter, we are Real Talk Film Sock, uh, R-E-E-L, Talk Film S-O-C. Yeah, nah, and that's that's what's up, man. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at director rb three. Um, you can also follow First Cut. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And if you um listening on the podcast, make sure, make sure you make sure y'all follow y'all subscribe if y'all listen to on, on, on Apple Podcasts. Follow us if you listen on Spotify. And if you listen on Spotify, there's ways to interact. We probably got some yeah. poll on there right now. Like what's your favorite black romance movie? Yeah. Make sure y'all check out our, our previous episode, our top ten episode. Yes. Um you know, we're going to have clips rolling out for that, too. Oh! All the way around. I forgot to mention, that Top 10 episode, man, I saw the Iron Claw since. Oh, yeah? I'm putting that in there. Oh, the Iron Claw? Really? Yes. Really? Oh, incredible yeah. Incredible film. Mm. Zach Efron is incredible in that film. Mm, mm, mm. And I hate to say, I know we are black, you know, we, we brothers, you know, we talk black film in here. Mm. I would replace American Fiction with that in all Oh yeah, the, the award conversations and mm-hmm. all of that shit because that's one of them one that was a very good film yeah did a24 just drop the ball on, on the campaign what how what happened i don't know i i feel like they released it too late i don't know they didn't get screeners and i don't know what happened with it but that was a movie yes. and i think that and zach efron is like you think he's just some some kid actor or whatever yeah, some no, guy stars in no. disney movies Nah, he really proved himself in this. He film, was like. so good in that one. I'm, yeah. I, I forgot, completely forgot to mention that one earlier. That was that. If I could do over that top ten, that film is going on there. 
Yeah, nah, definitely. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, with all that being said, though, y'all, make sure y'all comment, comment, like, subscribe. Again, we Instagram us, DM us. I definitely, I feel bad because... I know, shout out to, you remember that dude, Darwin, who we used to work with yes. at Network? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. He'd be listening to the pod. Yeah, he, he shout had a couple, to you. He had a couple of questions that he wanted to throw in. I forgot. Oh, but dope. Yeah, Listen, we'll, yo, we'll get yo, to it though. yo, Darwin, next episode, we're mm-hmm. going to start the top of the episode with, with y'all questions. Uh, Even our, our guy, Martin, the, the guy we, the, that yeah. wanted, he mm-hmm. had a question too that mm-hmm. we forgot to get to. I, my bad. We just starting to do this. Right. Next episode, we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, y'all. Again, Aloe, thank you for coming out. RB, you already know the deal, man. Thank you for everything. And uh, we will be back with episode 20 soon. Soon. Peace. Coming soon to a theater near you.